Welcome, Internet, to the PSVG podcast. It's your boy, Dad Ninja Dev. And as always, I'm here with Donnie, eat the height, Reese, and Donnie would, or Delvin, whatever the hell he's calling himself today, Cox. How are you guys doing this fine evening? Hey, yo. Too sweet. <laughs> there it is. Rest in peace, Scott Hall, a.k.a. Razor Ramon, a.k.a. The Bad Guy. That's it. Yeah. That's it, man. Lost a good one. Lost a good one. Legend. One of the best. Indeed. Indeed. And um, I've posted a bunch of stuff in the Discord, on Twitter, my favorite matches, favorite podcasts. If you guys never got a chance to listen to his podcast with Stone Cold, that's excellent viewing. Also, if you don't even if you don't know anything about kind of the life, Scott Hall, there's an excellent um, 30 for 30 short on him and it really is kind of the his demons that he wrestled with for many many years so if you don't know anything about any of that i would recommend that as well so if you're out there looking for what is all this too sweet scott hall stuff um go check some of that out scott hall was just super cool like the coolest wrestler you could think of before wrestling he made wrestling cool that's the best way you can put it Kind if you of. can take somebody as lame as Hulk Hogan and make him cool, you know you're doing something incredible. And Scott Hall was incredible. He wasn't, I feel like he was a great wrestler, but he wasn't mm. known for his wrestling. Yeah. He was known more for his character and the person he portrayed in terms of like he helped bring forth one of the biggest groups in wrestling, the NWO. And I think that's important. Then you look at the matches he had with like Shawn Michaels and people like that. One, two, three, kid. I always think of that match because I thought it was cool. And Bret Hart match. He had so many great matches. Bret Hart match. And a lot of times, he, like a lot of people say, he didn't necessarily win those matches, but he helped bring other people up by the way he performed and the way he was such a giving person when he was a wrestler. And I, I try to do that when I podcast. So I can always appreciate Scott Hall for everything he's done in wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, it's a good point I pointed out in the Discord. He lost a lot. You know, for all of us wrestling fans that like to whine about somebody's booking and everybody loves to complain about every creative, everybody's creative sucks when it's not your favorite wrestler that's winning with the belt. It yes. all sucks. Scott Hall was above creative. <laughs> that dude lost all the time. The eater of pins. And that's what his role was. That was his role, is to be the big bad heel. I think his look helped him a lot. A lot of people don't realize how big Scott Hall is. Dude, it's huge, like really legit, big. a big dude <laughs> can stand next to Kevin Nash and make Kevin Nash not look like the giant man that he was. Um, so he always looked threatening, even if he lost 10 matches in a row. A lot of his career matches was putting up, putting over other people. But uh, yeah, he also jumped. He was the first person to jump from WWF to WCW back when that NWO thing got started. He also, him and Nash led the way for wrestlers getting guaranteed money which wasn't big a thing money. up until then they got paid by the night and that's a big deal i mean that changed the wrestling business and if you know what it is to get paid by the night as a wrestler or as anything that, that sucks <laughs> as wow. anything really if you show up and you get paid at the end of the day or you get paid for days worked you know that was their biggest thing was they wanted to get paid you know basically annually like they basically want a, a guarantee so all these wrestlers today that have 
guaranteed four-year contracts and five-year contracts and all that. You can think Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Yeah. Instead of getting paid $25 a night. Or get paid by the end of the week after television. Yeah. We'll take our money up front. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Today years old when I learned all of that because I did not did not follow wrestling at all like that closely. Didn't know any of that. Oh yeah. My favorite thing about my favorite thing about Scott Hall before we move on to the show is that uh, I've said it a bunch on Strong Style. My favorite wrestler when I was growing up was DDP, and uh, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash made DDP. Without them, he wouldn't be what he became. Um, They really put him over big time. Uh, Scott Hall was uh, honestly an incredible like booker, like just an incredible wrestling mind when he was lucid, like when he was sober and real. One of the best people to talk to about wrestling. If you watch Dark Side of the Ring, there are a few episodes where he's providing commentary and the way he thinks about how to book a match is next level. Like he's got that. Here's how we're going to do the turn and here's how we're going to flip them. And this is what you're thinking, but this is what we're thinking. Here's how we surprise you. Here's what we bring you back. Like his mind was great. Um, Truly. If you ever hear Scott Hall break down any match, it's much, much better than what you hear from most wrestlers. I agree. Yeah. If if he wasn't so troubled, I definitely could have seen Scott Hall as a booker or like in the performance center or as a coach because he would have been excellent at that. I highly recommend you don't even have to go look up Scott Hall matches. Look up some of his promos and stuff and some of the things like the first night when he appeared on Nitro and basically changed the whole face of this show because WCW was kind of looked at like this um purely wrestling show almost. While while WWE was kind of going a little bit cartoonish at the time, WCW kind of looked at this pure wrestling show. What was that, that Southern of, wrestling? Southern wrestling. No, they yeah. had that Southern that deep Georgia, deep South wrestling gimmick stuff that you had seen for 20 years yeah, with Flair and Dusty like and everybody. Colonel Robert Parker yeah. on the show yeah, who literally was like a plantation owner. That's what WCW was at one point in time. And Scott Hall came there and kind of changed the face of how that company looked. It was pretty cool because people didn't realize they thought it was real. Because yeah. nobody, nobody knew that Scott Hall essentially quit WWE and went to WCW. So when you see Scott Hall just show up on Nitro, you're like, what is he doing? There? And you got to remember, yeah, it was, it was, it was lightning in a bottle. You got to remember, we're talking about a time before Twitter, before dirt yeah. sheets, before anything like that. Like the best news you had was in a magazine that came out once a month. So you didn't know any of that. Um, so between him, Nash and what um, Bischoff wanted to do, I'm not sure if you've ever saw Def, but they introduced Scott Hall. Um, as just he was just sitting in the arena, he was just in Macon, Georgia, just in a seat, as like anybody could be in a seat. They didn't bring him down, he didn't have a microphone, he didn't walk down the ramp. It literally looked like he just jumped the fence like anybody could. And they shot it and they presented him basically. Um, they ripped off like reality TV at the time, you know, like Jerry Springer, real world, like all that stuff. That's basically they were like, let's do that, but with wrestling. Yeah. And that's what kicked yeah. that off. They hit lightning with a bottle and it, it took off. They made it seem like he was still at quote-unquote WWE when he wasn't. And the illusion of that made it that much more interesting because like, huh, if he's coming over here, who else from over there is going to come over there? And then a couple weeks later, you see Kevin Nash pop up like, oh, this is really a thing. And I remember a lot of people was like really into it. It became like 
if you were a kid around that time, came locker room talk like, "What is going on here? We don't understand what's happening." And by the time yeah, they WWE, jumped people on the television show, and people called the police. They legit called the police. <laughs> what? Yeah, there's a so famous funniest. video of Kevin Nash lone darting Rey Mysterio into like a trailer, face first. And they legit called the cops, like for real. Yeah. Like these people over here are raising anarchy. <laughs> so I had one friend who was big into wrestling, and at this at that era, he never I don't think he ever knew any of that. And like he watched all of the wrestling, but I don't think he ever knew any of that. But I didn't have any other friends who were into wrestling at all. Like we just kind of watched, but we weren't really paying that much attention. It was more the antics of NWO and Degeneration X. That was all I really, really liked. I enjoyed that. That was hilarious. But as far as like anything else, I wasn't watching wrestling. It was just never been a thing that I've really been into in that way. So this is all news to me. Well, maybe news to our listeners. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you hate wrestling, hopefully you, you stayed with us. <laughs> I don't see why anybody would hate wrestling. I don't get that. Like it's just another form of entertainment. Like it's it's sure. hilarious at times. It's it's very technical. Like if you actually get into it's cringy, it's like dumb. It's very technical. Yeah, yeah, it's it's entertainment. There's no Scott Hall. He's Scott Hall. If you can't tell from just Devin I's sentiments, and I'm sure if you saw on Twitter, he's truly beloved. Yeah, and not because Absolutely. he has a ten time champion again. He never needed to be. He was, as Delvin already said, the coolest guy when he walked out. Like, he put him in any group, and he always stood out. Like, he just had that appeal. It didn't matter what he was doing. It didn't matter who he was wrestling. It didn't matter who he was with. He was the cool guy. And I, let me add something. He was so cool that usually, you know, they give wrestlers gimmicks. A lot of wrestlers get these weird gimmicks and things like that. Like, you have a guy who's some, quote, unquote, J- Japanese and not really from Japanese. Scott yeah. Hall's original character was a Cuban drug dealer. Yeah, he was Scarface. He was Scar- He was essentially Scarface. He is not Cuban or a drug dealer. Yep. And, and it got over. He did and, that stupid and, accent and everything. The years, whole thing. He, the whole Gold chains. And, yeah. and even when he kind of dissed it, people did not care. They were like, whatever. Usually people were like, nah, you can't, we can't rock with this no more. No. Scott Hall, Scott Hall was so beloved. We were like, we don't care. We don't yeah, they, they even fans. rooted for him. Like his whole yeah. thing was to come in and be a big heel. They powdered him, be a big heel. So they rooted for him. They cheered him to the point Vince almost turned him face. Yeah. He's like, we can't keep sending you out. Everybody just keeps cheering for you. Can, can you imagine somebody pretending to be Spanish and Spanish <laughs> people love to kill anyway? They're like, oh, we don't care. <laughs> yeah, today's Twitter. That shit would get canceled real quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> wow. Wow. I never liked Razor Ramon. That was the funny thing. I never thought he was cool. When I watched, I was like, eh, whatever. Hmm. But I'll be Shawn Michaels guy. Kind of with you. That was cool to me. Like, Well, that match with Shawn Michaels, the ladder match that everybody refers to. You know, for a lot of people, when they think of, a lot of people think that is the first ladder match. It's not the first ladder match, and it's definitely not the best ladder match. But for a lot of people, that was their first ladder match. Like, that's the memorable one. Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon. So, it was a good one, too. Yeah, really good one. Good to know. Good to know. Maybe one day I'll watch the 30 for 30 or something. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I would definitely recommend watch the 30 for 30. Uh, It's the 30 for 30 short that he did on Skull Hall is tough to watch. I'm not going to lie to you. 
It's not like a wrestling documentary. They talk about his matches. It's not that at all. It's all about his troubles. It's like yeah, that, this guy had more interesting. everything in the world. Like he was the, like, I think they even on the thing, they were like, he's the greatest wrestler. Like the look, the character, everything. He had it. And look how far he falls. And they've got video of it and everything. I mean, it's tough. He really went through hell. That dude went through hell several times over in life. I'm almost certain there's going to be like a dark side of Ringo Scott Hall. Oh, probably. He killed be. a guy. Yeah. He legit a lot of people killed don't know that. He legit killed a guy in self-defense before he got into wrestling. I mean, he was just kind of somewhat tragic and tormented. In a DC lot of ways. Miller, as long as he did, was able to put his imprint on the world and go out the hero, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think for a lot of people, I mean, it was surprising that he'd come as far as he did, actually, considering everything he went through. Yeah. yeah. All right. Enough of this sob story. Razor Ramon, rest in peace. Scott Hall, you the man. But uh, we're here to talk about some video games. So uh, let's start with you, Donnie. What have you been playing? Same stuff. <laughs> I finished Cyberpunk 2077 over the weekend. Got that done, as I told you did guys. you I like it? To. Yeah, no, I like it a lot. Um, it's probably more RPG than I would ever want out of a game, um, which is fine. It's just not my sort of thing. Uh, I played it and finished it because of the story. I talked a lot about it on Sweet Hangs, so I'll kind of save it um, for anybody that wants to listen to all three hours of me and Sean just <laughs> hanging out. long show. <laughs> Go listen to Sweet Hangs. That's because it's not a show for us. It it's literally just us hanging out, and we just record it's it. It's literally Sweet Hangs. That's literally what <laughs> all it is. It is. It's like, yeah. Let's hang out, and we're going to record whatever nonsense comes out of our mouths. Um, the only thing that I that I did, the only thing that I think is worthy of noting, uh, again, because I'm not into the gear and the stats and all the, like the skill trees, the 18 different skill trees and all that. It's way too much for me. I played it because I was really into the story and the narrative being told. And in that regard, there are like eight endings. I didn't go through them all. Um, I saw the one that I would have liked to have gotten. Um, I never look into games like with multiple endings before I play them. I just play it, see how I yeah. f- find my way to the end and then i usually look them up that's basically what i did here you know i got that moment they're like hey if you proceed beyond this point like that's it you're on your path now Mm -hmm. so i started going and i played to the end ending i got sucked (laughs) like i hated it i was like this (laughs) sucks i ended up like um i mean it's okay to talk about the ending i won't like go in crazy details but it's okay to refer to it it's okay to refer to two years old right yeah like I ended up is on a though? spaceship. Two years old. I was like, "What, what the fuck is this? Why am I out here with these people?" Um, how so, did you? Get, I don't know how you got that. Yeah. So I booted back. I, here's the crazy thing: is I think that's a. I think I was like on the basic, like the standard ending path. I think that's like the ending, the normal ending. Like, because no. all the other endings have a lot of stuff that you have to do to make them happen. That I can I think tell you right now, the that's not path the normal ending. ending. Okay. Well. The normal, I don't want to spoil it. But. I, d- thank you. I was going to say, stop. Because well, even though back. this game is two years old, a lot of people have not played it because they're waiting for the next-gen version. So, mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. That's their fault. Um, <laughs> so I went back. I went back and I loaded my save to that point, and I went a different path. And then when I was done with that path, um, which I didn't like, but I thought it was better than the path I was on, I then looked it up, and the path that I would have liked to have chosen wasn't even available to me. I tried to reload it and the missions that I needed to complete weren't there. So I either was a bug, which I don't, I don't think it was. I think it was just 
I didn't do something along the way to generate those missions. So I just didn't, I didn't get it. And I'm not going to go back and try to replay it. So I just left it alone. I did watch the ending. So I watched three endings. Um, the two endings that I got in the game and one I watched on YouTube. Um, story's great. Like high matrix type stuff. Um, you know, big sci-fi fantasy type stuff, I think is the closest to like a matrix like story in a video game. That's really pulled me in um, kind of up there. I think it's better than horizon in that regard. Horizon kind of dabbles in that, but um, I think this is better. Just the characters, I guess I cared a lot, way more about um, a lot of the supporting characters on the way too. So just narratively, I loved it and it was great. And uh, the, the world was great. You know, I've already talked about this a bunch. Um, running on the PC and stuff was really good. Do you think you'll get into any of the DLC that drops? I guess there's supposed to be some story DLC that comes. You think you'll... Sure. If there's the expansions of story them. DLC, I will. For sure. Yeah, I didn't uninstall it or anything. Um Still playing WWE 2K. I did get in there and do some of the Rey Mysterio stuff, Delvin, that you were talking about. So I can talk about that the, the stuff you called jarring earlier. I understand exactly what you were saying. Um, I still don't mind it. I think it's cool to see like the real life stuff happen as you're doing stuff. I think that's a really great like tutorial for the game. That makes a sense. really great training system. They really show you. Um, so, Dev, what we're talking about is you're in the game. They put you in a scripted match. They'll show you like 20 seconds of an actual real match and they'll give you like some objectives to do. So instead of you just trying to win the match, you're legit trying to pull off certain moves and do certain stuff. And if you click into your start menu, they'll give you like commands and stuff and they'll tell you how to set it Mm -hmm. up. So it's a really great way to learn like the advanced moves that the basic tutorial beginning game doesn't teach you how to dive over the ropes or through the ropes or do certain moves um you know with the enemy on the ropes or out in the side of the ring and stuff like that so it was pretty cool i did the first two um and then i went back to kind of playing it a little bit more just kind of the way that i usually play it um i never really get too deep into those modes to begin with but i do um, like ray mysterio telling the story of the match before the match starts yeah i would like it you know i'm glad you said that because you just jogged my memory i don't like that the character is telling the story in kayfabe so yeah. you get Ray Mysterio and he's like, oh, and I tried for this move and I missed and it hurt so much. Like he's he's selling it like it's real, like it's a real fight. Yeah. I would much rather hear Ray Mysterio actually talk about Eddie Guerrero, his friend, and how they were working this. Like I would rather it not treat it like it was real, like trying to sell yeah. the illusion of wrestling being real. I would have much rather heard, loved hearing kind of like a, it reminds me kind of like if you ever watch a movie and you hear like a director's cut where they're talking over the scene. Of what's exactly. going on i would love to play a game like this where they're doing something like that that'd be amazing um but you don't get that he's actually talking about it like it's like it's real yeah he's like i can't let eddie do this to me it's like dude we know that's not <laughs> yeah it's not it's not real we know it's okay right but the little but the little little 12 year old kid the, the kids know it's not too the kids know it's they, not they, too. they don't understand the whole they scripting. Do. they're like they do they're like oh my god this is so cool they, not in they, today's world they do thinking. these kids are way not, smarter not at all you think yeah my, <laughs> they, my kids knew that have, when they were like eight <laughs> these wrestlers have like facebooks and yeah youtube accounts where they use and their, their accounts are under their real name uh, and got their yeah. families and stuff my, like my kids aren't allowed on the internet like that so they would have no idea hmm so yeah, I still really, off. really like WWE 2K, to be honest with you, man. I, I, I think it's the best wrestling game we've had in years. And I mean that. 
I agree. At some point, I downloaded like my my uh, game share partner bought it, which I knew he nice. was he's a huge wrestling. Jermaine JV, he's a huge wrestling fan. Um, you guys still ain't did the show yet, huh, Delvin? What, what you no, doing? he got sick on Tuesday. Oh, son, yeah, but he bought it, so I, I'll eventually download it um, and jump into it and play around. Probably go through some story stuff because that's always fun. Yeah, yeah, man, it's it's good. It's really really good in a lot of ways. It looks great, plays great. Um, it's fantastic. I, I almost gave you, because you know when you buy the collector's edition, they give you another code for mm-hmm. like the PS4 version. I almost gave you my PS4 code, but they linked all of the DLC to the PS4 <laughs> code. So like, shit, well, if I, you you remember how that worked for NBA 2K? That that didn't work yes. at all. It gave me some other stupid DLC. It was not the game code. Yeah, so they, they, we would we would have been screwed. They they, they smartened <laughs> up. They're like, nah. <laughs> it says the PS4 version and all the DLC on this one code. Like, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. But yeah, it's all good. I'll play it eventually. You know, it'll be cool. We should start like, you know, an online WWE PSVG something or other. That could, that That'd be, be fun. Interesting. Yeah. The last thing yeah. that I played this week was Dawn of Ragnarok, the latest giant expansion to Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I subscribed to Ubisoft Plus on PC. And I downloaded the game and just started playing. Um, I only play a little bit into that story because of a couple of reasons. So <clears throat> there's a level that you have to meet to be able to do like Dawn of Ragnarok. Like when you, when you finally set it up and you go to the person, you set the quest and everything, it's like, Hey, you need to be at this level to, to really do this stuff. It's like 340 mm. or something. Now you can choose to like they'll just give you an armor set and everything that'll basically level you up to that point and then you can go through and do it. Weird thing is I'm I'm like 100 hours in this game and I don't know man like I don't want to take their their crappy armor. I like the armor that my Avor has on now. Like this is a big part of I wouldn't even be playing this game on PC if my armor didn't transfer over. Like <laughs> I bought that armor. I leveled up that armor. I put those runes in that armor. Like I did all that. I'm not going to just leave it just to advance the story so i started playing and they were like ah to continue you need to do this and i was like kind of don't want to though (laughs) so now (laughs) which is this is how this game this is why this works right (laughs) for a game like this because now i'm like maybe i'll just keep playing the main game until i level up and i'll come back to this giant expansion (laughs) expansion's like 40 hours a hundred hours and you aren't at the level for the deal that is just insane i'm not that far away but yeah i'm not at that level either i don't know and there's like there's no infusion system where you can just take the gear and just pop. i don't know i didn't investigate that much i went and started doing another thing and to be honest with you the only real thought that i had while i was playing because i did like the opening and i did like the first i did like jump in and just do like the first one and then once i saw my character moving and stuff and it's like it just changes the look of my avor so much because my avor has got like this um you know, like this Dark Knight, Lord of Sauron, like Lord of the Rings type stuff, man. It's this dark crow, like, you know, gothic armor on. And I was just, I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't jive with me. I wasn't digging it. So I went and started doing the other missions that I had never completed in Valhalla either. I still never even beat the main campaign. There's so much damn game. Can you, is, is there a beat the main campaign? There's an ending. I know there's an ending. I know what it is, but the game is just so long. It. There's so much to do. There's this whole world out there. That I was like, God, I gotta, I guess I gotta go out here and start doing this other stuff. So 
the thought that I really had is if, you know, we talked a lot this year about the reports or in the past year, I should say, about the reports of Assassin's Creed Infinite and what that might do. And, and I'm still somewhat a little hesitant, but, you know, when I was setting up for this game and setting up the mission to go and start it and everything, you know, I had to go back to the world map. And I realized with this game, man, I, I've been all over the place. I've got like five different countries I can go to. Each of them have their own giant open map, each of them full with tons of dots and everything. I was like, well, I mean, I guess this is infinite, right? Like this is infinite creed. Like what's stopping them from adding more to this? I guess the mm-hmm. only thing that I really don't understand is how they would tie together is this is infinite Valhalla, but it is still all like thematically Valhalla. Like, how do you do that? If you're going from origins to odyssey to Valhalla, you know, like how do you do all of that under one thing? And I don't know if they even will. Um, but I think with Valhalla that they've really proven like that whole infinite service type game concept with Valhalla. A lot of the same ways. Remember I was telling you that I thought they'd proven that service type concept with Far Cry kind of the whole loot mm-hmm. grind thing that they were doing the whole in game right. like they really proven that that's what it could be i think with valhalla they've proven what a service type assassin's creed could be um they would just need to do it under an assassin's creed like general thing that i think could be more inclusive and not so thematically tied to something right um but Valhalla is great, you know, like it's still fucking bonkers, like getting in there and like you're Eivor, but you're not Eivor, you're Javi, which is Odin and it's like another person and all the mythology that goes. Yeah, it's it's nuts. Nope. It's just <laughs> nuts. It's so deep. Um, But, you know, as I've said all years, two years now, right? Since the game came out, like almost yeah, two, about years. two years. Yeah. I've been saying it since yeah. the start. I love Valhalla and I continue to love Valhalla. Um. Yeah, I mean it's it's yeah, one of the, you yell at me for playing Destiny. It's the stand, but Avalos is better than Destiny. It's the standout <laughs> of no, Assassin's Creed, and to be You're honest with you, it's, a, it's the standout of kind of next gen for me. I think so far, like since we have these new consoles, really, I think my favorite thing about them so far has just been Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I've been glued to it for so much, and I keep doing because I've I've done the Isle of Sky. I played the Siege of Paris. I didn't finish it because I didn't like it, but I did the one before that, which I loved. With the the red hair, the redhead lass girl that became a you know a, a demonic thing like that was really cool. So um, and I did the the mission with um, Cassandra, you know the crossover with Odyssey and everything. It's just it's been a hell of a journey so far, and uh, I'm yeah. not even I'm yeah, just I know, now I understand. I get it. I'm just now starting a brand new one. Like Ragnarok <laughs> could really be its own game, um, like a standalone thing. And I think seven years mm-hmm. ago it would have been, you know, like this would have been the you know the new dawn follow-up kind of you know successor the revelations release um but it's cool that they're wrapping all in i'm glad that ubisoft plus just includes it all because if you want it on console even if you got the gold edition gotta pay 40 bucks yep. that sucks so now you understand how i can keep going back to destiny like no because i just no, don't understand you're, destiny. you're ragnarok and you don't understand destiny but the i really concept, don't the concept conceptually the maybe you got you got an expansion that draw you back to the game it could be its own thing that is every single destiny's that destiny yeah no i know it could be and that's what i was trying to say with the by the way how fucking wrong were you and i delvin on that overwatch thing we're talking about diablo overwatch needs to go back to the drum they're like we're gonna beta test overwatch 2 next month i was like damn 
Yeah. Like they, they heard our podcast and they were like, slam, you guys are stupid. Like, not um, those guys. <laughs> yeah. But that's what I was trying to say with that. I, I understand that it's not like Destiny and trying to tie the. I understand Destiny tried to do that with the first game. But like Overwatch to me and the, that idea is that they keep doing these events, right? It's a live service game. They mm-hmm. keep all these events they want to keep bringing together. And I think their whole point of trying to tie in the first game is they want to try to make sure they don't cut anybody off. Whereas I think Overwatch direly needs like a rejuvenation, like it needs a reset. I still worry, and, I, and I've brought that up to you for a while. I still worry about that with Far Cry and Assassin's Creed. I think a big reason they're so successful is that they have these big releases, these new standalone products that go on the mm-hmm. shelf. I wonder yeah. what the, I wonder if there's like a diminishing returns with each expansion. As I keep talking about expansions on Valhalla, I get people in my Twitter mentions like, I didn't even know that was in Valhalla. <laughs> You know, so like the question, the question that, that I then say is like, it's not for you. It's not made for you. That's the that's question. Fine. Like it's for the Fortnite people who are yeah. used to playing these seasons and these expansions and Good they point. just stick with the one game. So it's just, it's not yeah, but for does us. that, but does that equate, uh, you're right. I'm not disagreeing with you, but my point has always been not so much. It's not for me. Cause I think any live service thing probably isn't for me, but does that equate to, more money or less revenue for Assassin's Creed because Assassin's Creed is huge. I think it might because I think it might draw in all of the people who typically are looking for something with a long tail like a Fortnite does where it just keeps having more content and then you're also going to get like the people Even who just paid? like Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I think paid they might. Expansions? Because think like, about how much money people put into Fortnite buying skins and all the other stuff. I think now. Fortnite is a an extreme comparison because it's free to play I agree. and, and the microtransactions I, I are very small we're talking about a 60 dollar game that had a 60 dollar or a 40 dollar um you know season pass or dlc pass and then is now releasing yeah. a 40 dollar expansion on top of that that's i don't think yeah. most people have spent 200 dollars on fortnite <laughs> it's a lot more than fortnite you'd be surprised you'd be surprised because you gotta remember like a lot of the packs are like 20 bucks so people are dropping 200 dollars over a that's longer true. yeah a longer like, haul well it's and exactly I like <laughs> and i guess to 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 make my point maybe little more as an example because i and i agree i I don't not disagreeing with you i don't know that's ultimately what i'm saying but when i think of assassin's creed you think every 18 months there's a new assassin's creed on the shelf so think about over three or four years you're about three or four retail releases with a big marketing scheme and everything that hits and you get all of those purchases plus they get the dlc they sell their own cosmetics and everything and now you're thinking like we're just going to sell one game and we're going to add paid expansions to it and hope everybody sticks around Here's the beauty. You don't have to put all the money that you would normally put into making the game because the base no, I'm is with you there. there. I'm with you and there. So now you can still do this hype mm-hmm. around every 18 months having some new huge expansion. And it's not 60 bucks. It's cheaper. But you have the people who are used to paying 60 bucks every time. But now I get to pay less. Because plus, I'm already Ubisoft in the Plus. Base. I mean, it works for exactly. Ubisoft Plus. It does work for Ubisoft Plus. I mean, it made me switch. Yep. The hardest thing that I... is coming to Microsoft. It's coming to Xbox. So... The hardest thing that I've had to try and justify a Ubisoft Plus subscription, to be honest with you, is Ubisoft sales. Um, I buy so many of my Ubisoft games. I own so many of them. And they go on sale so fast that it can be kind of hard to justify a subscription. Like, I'm just going to buy this for $23.99 instead of giving you $17, you know, $15.99 or whatever it is. $14.99? It's $15 a month. Um, Expansions go on sale a lot, too. Yeah. So, yeah, but you got to remember, you're also getting the gold version of everything. And it's so easy to end 
your subscription and pick up wherever you want with Ubi, Ubi Plus. Like it's really easy to be like, yep. right, I'm done with this. That's what I'm going to do. That's going to be my plan. You jump back in, like you see a sale, you're like, yeah, I can spend 15 and jump back in and have everything versus just the base game. Yeah. You know, so it's nice. Um, I've been yeah. digging it. It's been, it's been, it was a lot of fun. Like I said, I, I already did a little pr- the prologue and I think, I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm stuck. <laughs> I got Ghostwire coming out. I got Kirby on the way. Switch Sports is right behind it. And here I am legitimately thinking to myself, I'm like, are you about to just replay Valhalla another hundred? <laughs> like, I'm seriously weighing just many playing Valhalla games. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like there's just so many games coming out. It's it's just nonsense. It's nonsense. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I was looking at um Tunic today. Like eh, it's only thirty bucks because I'm not I'm not getting Game Pass. I'm not getting that sub. I'm just not doing it because there's no games where I really want to play. So I'm like, oh I my could God. get it except for, 30 for Tunic the on one Steam. That <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, the thing is, because there's so many games, like I don't want to go ahead and get that sub and then either end up not playing it because there's so many mm-hmm. other things that I want to play. Yep. And then end up having to resub in three months when I f- never got to play it. Now I got to resub again. Yeah. So for me, like I'm like, I could I could just I could just buy it and then have it later or I can just wait. And I'm probably just going to end up waiting. Wait for because I mean. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, just wait. Or wait to see if it comes to PlayStation because it's mm-hmm. currently only on Xbox and Steam, but I could just wait for PS5. My PC works now, so I could play it, but there's just too many other games that I'm really into right now, so it's just uh, it's a hot mess. I bought and, and I, I bought seven new games today. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's how it is, bro. I got your Telltale Definitive you Edition. Two. That's great. That's how it is for you, too. You but guys there's... buy fucking everything there's a sale for the telltale definitive edition is every season of every game all fully touched up from skybound did you play and the last season of course yeah. i liked it a lot like, um a lot. i the only ones i've never played i never played michonne and i never played 400 days 400 days pretty good and so maybe yeah 400 days was cool i played that one didn't play michonne but played 400 days that was awesome maybe one day i'll play one of those but uh they were on sale the entire that. package for Sixteen ninety nine on Fanatical. Have you guys ever shopped in Fanatical? I never have. Yeah. I have it's terrible luck. Really can. fun because I buy stuff on there, and then they're like, "Here's a wheel spin," and you get a wheel mm-hmm. spin. They're like, "Here's a free game," or "Here's twenty five percent off," or "Here's fifty percent off." Or so I, I I bought. Um, so I went to go buy that game. I had a twenty five percent coupon off from the last purchase that I made, so I applied that. So I ended up getting the Telltale thing for like twelve fifty, and then they were like. Do you want to add a a mystery games bundle for one dollar and twenty six cents? And I was like, of course I do. And I added that, and they're like, here's three new games. <laughs> and then they give me a, a spin, and I got like fifty percent off coupon. So I'm shopping from. It's like they've turned buying games into the game. Like I'm just yeah, <laughs> playing so. the game of buying the games. No, no Donnie says he's reached his final form with PC. I, this. There's this too many it. deals, Steph. There's this too many it. deals. No, <laughs> about luck. I spin the wheel. They say go directly to jail. Do not pass. Go to. No, they would. They would just take more money from you. Right. He spins happen. the wheel and it's like burner. We've deducted <laughs> your credit card. hundred dollars. You lose. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, me. Devin. What you been playing, bro? I haven't played much of anything. I I have played a little bit of Gran Turismo Seven. Well, I, I watched a lot of Gran Turismo 7 because it's utterly ridiculous what they do. Like, they have two things. Like, they have a thing where you can play quick play when you start the game, which takes you to a race, and you can kind of set up like that. 
But they have this thing when they do the story mode, you know, when they introduce you to Gran Turismo and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. an eight-minute video you have to watch that you cannot skip. Eight minutes? Eight minutes. Of me not playing. Of you not playing. It. That's some Kojima oh. shit. Yes. Uh, it's, oh. it's eight minutes. You can look it up on YouTube. You cannot skip it unless you watch the whole thing. It, like, gives you the history of cars. <laughs> So while that was going on, I wouldn't get a sandwich. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I'm like, no, this is terrible. I don't know why they make you watch it. It's like something that should be in the credits. It's a cool video, but I don't want to watch for eight minutes when I want to play a game. Yeah. I feel like Gran Turismo is like, they're just so high on themselves. We're going to show you this nonsense. I mean, it's a beautiful game. It's amazing. But I feel like they're just like... Let's look at the history of cars. Um, no. Like, no, I want that. the Forza Horizon intro. That's what I want. Let me fall out of the sky in a car. Like, give me that. Uh, this is a video game. Yeah, this yeah. is a video game. I don't need the history of cars. There's a documentary on Netflix I can watch for that. Like, stop it. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> the gameplay is great. It looks beautiful. It looks realistic. You can hardly even tell this a, a car game. Bro. Kevin was hyping up the controller. It's a nice play. Yeah, it's it's nice. good. It's it's cool. so smooth. And you can feel the car when you're driving, when you hit those little bumps and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is good. This is fun. But like I said, yeah. just I didn't play too much of it because by the time that took 10 minutes passed, I'm like, shit, I got stuff to do. I can't just sit here and play this now. The time I had to play this is now over. <laughs> <laughs> I have a set amount of time if you use most of it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh man. Yeah, some of the pictures I've seen from that game are just absolutely incredible. Like some of them it's like, is that real or is that the is that the game? Because they just they're there, they look so, so good. It is, it is ridiculous so detailed. how pretty that game is. So and detailed. you got a really nice TV to watch it. It's pretty good too. Yeah. I'm enjoying that. I'm also playing Horizon, nice. but you know, Horizon's Horizon. I, I'm I loving my like time with it. Nobody. I'm talking about Horizon every week, and I can keep talking about these side quests that are cool and stuff like I'm that. I'm happy to listen to you. It just really feels like that came that game came and went. <laughs> yeah, like it really did. It's like Elden Ring came out, and then it's like I only hear Kyle talking. About it. It's like it's just it's just yeah gone. I feel like I feel like and I I felt that way. <laughs> when it was announced i'm like i know what i'm getting with horizon it's just more horizon there isn't a whole lot to really talk about i mean the game is awesome mm. but it's just like we 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 know what we're getting there elden ring is something that's like and completely to be, different to be like, specific like, what is this i'm nonsense? not talking about you guys like in our discord Everybody. i'm yeah. talking about like i'm talking the, about everywhere the yeah. video game news feed that i consume mm-hmm. like nobody's talking about him like it is yeah. come and gone yeah 100%. it really has yep I mean, we knew what we were getting. It's nothing. It's nothing like. It's not like the first game where it was this new novel concept. It's just the continuation of the story. But there's so many other interesting things happening that are new. That it's just like probably you know point. what that is. Because yeah, even let's, the first let's focus one, on these cool things. Even with Breath of the Wild, which as much as we whine about it, that conversation lasted weeks. Mm-hmm. The Horizon yeah. Two conversation lasted like forty hours. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It, it's a great game. It's fun. I'm having a blast with it. Like I said, the side quests take you places, and it's That's cool. Good. Like going to, to certain areas, and all of a sudden you see, oh, what's going on here? That was one of my bigger complaints with the first one. 
Yeah, I, I, I can see that because the first one kind of felt at times vapid. Like it was, oh, it's not that much. Yeah, it's just kind of generic. There were a lot of like yeah. stuff out there that didn't really have any meaning. Yeah. Thank you, you know. Aloy. And just keep moving on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this, this is kind of like. Which isn't bad. You know, it's a lot of games do that, but it was one of the things that I wanted to do better. But yeah. I always thought this game would be better in the sequel. I, and I'm, I'm I, excited to play it. I feel like Ghost in this game has gotten it right with side missions. Ghost had excellent side missions. That I'll yeah. give you credit for. Yeah. So good. Because they weren't this, just like side missions as much as they had like nine mini campaigns. Yeah. This all every, yeah. like every side mission had like nine parts. Like it played mm-hmm. into another mission and another mi- and, and and like they told these little tales. Another one. Yeah, and, and I Dev, you remember I kept telling you the old lady that was Archer? Right? Yeah. Like, that was my favorite story of the whole game. I care yeah. way more about her than I did the damn guy I was playing with. It's like, you whine too much. You need to shut up. But can we get over here and let's avenge this husband? You know, like that was really cool. She a- a has definitely like that too. whines too much. He, he does. God. He does. He reminds me of um for a samurai. Oh god, like dude, come Assassins on. that Connor from Assassin's Creed 3. Like yes. <laughs> you don't just man up. Like you tripping, bro. You you have go kill things. Just stop complaining. <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm enjoying my time with Horizon. I'm gonna keep playing it until I beat it. But I I keep getting sidetracked on these side missions, so I don't ain't no telling when that's gonna happen because I keep walking places. Right. Then all of a sudden, hey, our village is flooded. Can you help us? I'm like, oh, I guess I gotta help you guys. Uh, you didn't fall into our savior complex. Uh, I gotta help you. I'm the yeah. only one that can. Yeah, pretty much. You gotta start playing more games like Infamous. <laughs> <laughs> Play the bad guy. I'm like, nah, Doc. It's so much I'm fun when games let you do guy. that. God, do I miss. I wish we had more games like that. I think. I always want to, but I just can't. I try to play the bad, the bad guy. That's what I hear from a lot of people. It doesn't work. Like, I try. I'm just like, it doesn't. Conscience it doesn't get the best of you. It's not even the conscience. It's like it doesn't feel like the character. Like Delson doesn't feel like he didn't feel like a bad guy. Cole didn't feel like a bad guy. So it just felt like Mm, it went against. Delson could go pretty. Cole, I agree with you, but Delson could go like pretty heel if you really leaned into it. That kind of because he had that whole. He had that whole grungy, you know, like rebellious, like counterculture thing about him. But he he felt more like an anti-hero than anything. Like he's gonna talk all that, but he's still gonna do the right thing. That's what I get from him. Like all of the the bad guy narratives always feel. Man, it was a lot of fun. It doesn't feel like he wants to be the bad guy. Punching Seattle hippies in their guitars. (laughs) (laughs) And if you don't shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Fable, Fable's my, I think the best game at it. Um, Fable was really, really great. Honestly, giving you true roles is like, that was good and bad. Really, really yeah, good at it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so Delvin, did you did you go kill chaos? <sighs> no. You had in the notes that you were playing fantasy Final Fantasy Stranger of Paradise. Oh, I almost forgot about That's that. That's why game. I put chaos in there. So. Um, I played because I I was tempted to buy the game, but I said no. Let me try this demo. <laughs> the, the demos okay. People were mm-hmm. because somebody said I don't, I don't know who it was. I think it was Fowler that people were comparing it to Dark Souls and stuff like that. This is not that. This what? is literally, literally like Final Fantasy fifteen, right? In terms of combat and stuff like that, it's 
it at times it looks ugly. Like when you're playing it, it doesn't look as polished as like seven or the other Final mm-hmm. Fantasy games. I like the combat of the combat of it is really good. The story so far, what I played with the demo at least, is just not there. <laughs> so really? you're, yeah, you're playing it for the combat. The combat's great. The combat's really good. It's solid. I like the direction the combat goes into. It feels like it can get really complex the further you get into the game. So I like that aspect of it. But if you're playing for the story, like it's like, oh, this is not a good. Interesting, because you would imagine it's a Final Fantasy game. Like, it's going to be very story-driven. There's so, story there, but it's like, dude, bro. Do you like Final Fantasy games? Oh, of course. You know, I love I love 15 and I love 7. This one that's, doesn't that's, feel like that. You named two games. Are there I any love, others that you... Well, well, I love most of them. I love... <laughs> like, you named two. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go through the whole list of the ones I love, but yeah, I love most of the Final Fantasy games. Okay. Okay. And this story doesn't grab me thus far. We're here to kill chaos. Yeah, it looked really, really weird. I see people making fun of it a lot. Like meme-worthy and stuff, yeah. It is. Not like like negatively, like taking like screenshots and dialogue of the game that are like just kind of funny out of context. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Dialogue's not good. But it's Final (laughs) Fantasy, so you kind of expect a little bit of cheesy campiness with it. Oh, yeah. 100%. At least the combat's good, I guess. Yeah, the combat's good so far. Yeah, well, I'll just let your demo be what tells me not to play it. Cause, well, thank you. Yeah. No thank you, friend. Um, As for me, I have uh, fallen into the deep pit of despair that is Destiny 2, the Witch Queen. Um, <laughs> having a land party this weekend. Uh, all the homies, a couple of the homies shit. are coming over. Damn straight it is. All right. Is you talk about wrestling and you're gonna call me in there. Yeah, so say at this point, having a land party, like a real land party, like that's like hipster geek stuff at this point. You rolling out like Wi-Fi cables and stuff. Oh that's like old school you, at this point. Well, time. first of all, why would you roll out a Wi-Fi cable that just you it's not yeah, so okay. Well, it's just like <laughs> it's yeah. just like the homies are coming over, they're bringing their PS4, PS5s. We're gonna sit at the, the the dining room table, we're gonna have a bunch of beers. I can see kids being like, What the games? hell are y'all doing? And it's like back in my day, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> so me and like my, my destiny crew we actually usually get together like once a year whether it's us just going and drinking like last year they came over we just sat in the driveway and drank and hung out and talked a bunch of trash um this year we we have an expansion that's really good so we're like let's just go ahead and raid while we're all here so it's, it's more or less us coming together just to hang out but we're also gonna play games so it's that's a cool. good time so been trying to prepare for getting ready ready which you know is a lot of gameplay but the game is just so good like the story is incredible it's going so many different places um the gameplay loop is still amazing because it's destiny it feels really great to play um so i've just fallen like head first in that just everything else put to the side we are just going hard on destiny and uh, hopefully we'll get part of this raid done on on saturday i highly doubt we'll finish it because we are the most just we're, we're terrible we are absolutely terrible at trying to complete raids so it's going to be really funny to see how well this goes and it's you mean like you're bad at it oh we're bad we're terrible we're, we, we we are not good at actually completing the how raids. Is that thing is, yeah like you guys have played this game for 10 years <laughs> oh yeah. because we just we've played it forever and we've completed most of the raids but like especially if we start drinking uh 
we're we're not we're not completing anything. It's more for us just to have fun. The thing is, none of us like really care that much about hat beating the raid. It's more just hanging out. So it's gonna be a lot of deaths, a lot of trash talking. Um, I can appreciate it. Good times. Yeah. Sounds like a weekend golfing if, with my dad and his yeah. friends. <laughs> if we beat it, great. If we don't, eh, there's always tomorrow. We got drunk. <laughs> yeah. Stop keeping drunk. score after like hole four. Yeah, there it is. I'm going to still keep score because I kill more things than everybody else. So I'm just going to keep telling Jan that he needs to pull the trigger and kill something. Dev's that friend. Losing it for us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, just ruining very the much so. Yeah, he's just ruining the so. whole thing for everybody. <laughs> I am the one who's talking the most trash. It's it's a great time. It's a great time. Everybody's drunk. He's getting super serious. <laughs> oh. Leave There's me alone. no seriousness. There's no seriousness. It's just you suck, and I'm gonna let you know. <laughs> Pull the trigger. Kill something. You suck. Yeah. So that is all I've been playing, and probably all I will be playing for a while. And then I'll jump back into Horizon and finish that, and maybe play some WWE. But uh, that does it for what we've been playing, Donnie. Hit me off with some of this news. All right. Help TPR out. Let's get the news from PSPG. How about it, guys? All right? All right. Thanks. Take it away, Donnie. Thank you, TPR, for sending in the video of my favorite animal, ducks. That was cool. Once again, as a reminder, listeners, if you'd like to be a part of the show, send me your news bumper. Record something on your phone. Shoot it to me on Discord on Twitter or um, Discord, and uh, we'll put it in the show. Starfield came out with a little developer interview this morning where they sat around the table and talked over a couple of concepts. They talked over the colonies and the factions in the game. Uh, I guess like different planets you can take. I kind of watched it. I kind of let it play in the background. The fact that they weren't showing any gameplay or engine assets, to be honest with you, just kind of made me gloss over. I get it. It's an open world. And you know they're like you're it's gonna be able to live in this game. It's like yeah, Skyrim fall. Like we know what the fuck you do, Todd Howard. Like we get <laughs> <Right>. it now. <laughs> uh, no surprises here. The game. <laughs> uh, I imagine they're saving the giant blowout for this for June. Yeah, I think that's because yeah. it's yeah. I, maybe Redfall is this year. Maybe I don't. At this point, I'm not even sure if Motorsports this year because I'm wondering if like. Hmm. There's been no Forza Horizon like DLC expansion yet. And the oh, fact yeah. that we haven't had it yet makes me think maybe they're holding that for that too. Like maybe they're going to announce one, you know, for June and maybe one for the fall. So, and, and I talked about this back when we saw at Xbox Empire. This was always going to be a light year on the calendar. Just the way that their dev studios and their cadence was lining up. It was going to be a light year for first party. So it was important for Game Pass to be strong. And uh, this is like their big game. Right, maybe Redfall makes it. We think it will. It's on schedule. Uh, but this is the game, Starfield. This is their big exclusive for the year. So hopefully it hits. Hopefully it's awesome. Hopefully we're talking about the amazing thing. But I imagine that this will be kind of, uh, if I had to make a comparison, basically how Breath of the Wild was for Nintendo. Like the year when they were releasing that, like they did an entire E3 was just that one game. They didn't even talk about anything else. Like, and We might get a really long look at Starfield at E3. And then they'll kind of pencil in, you know, Game Pass, Indies, and then give us a look at stuff coming down the way. But um, I thought if you're out there like, what two or three first party games does Xbox have at their sleeve? 
I don't, Two I don't or three? think. Yeah, I don't think they're there. <laughs> I, don't I don't think they're there, that, buddy. Yeah. I mean, you can probably play two or three different games in Starfield. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds very expansive. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested. You would hope in so. If you're gonna go to space. All the things that gives about me factions and stuff sounds cool. It gives me like Skyrim meets No Man's Sky. Like, yeah, that's, maybe some cyberpunk. That's what I get. Yeah, little, like, little Mass Effect. This is where I feel like you can be the bad guys and it doesn't feel forced. So I'm very interested fun. to see how that all plays out. Because yeah. I also saw that you could also be like space cop. So you yeah. can go ahead and be a, be the infiltrator who infiltrates the bad guys and then reports to your superior. So I'm like, oh. Yeah, what they're, a they're, bunch they're of narcs. AKA Snitch. Yeah. Bunch of losers. Yeah. You yeah. Snitches get stitches. Lame ass. Snitches get stitches. Yeah. So uh, looking forward to it at some point. But uh, again, I don't think we'll see it for at least another couple months here. And here's the thing is it seems far away, but it's not. Like we're almost in April. Before you look up, it'll be almost E3. It'll be all the rumors before E3, all the rumors after E3. And then you'll look up and it'll be August. And it's like the game's out in 60 days. You know, it's, it's, it's not that far. What's what's E3? Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Good point. <laughs> yeah. uh, Konami has updated numerous trademarks, including Silent Hill. As, as folks speculating and excited. As I've said for many years on the Nintendo side of these news stories that get floated around, this isn't news. Companies have right. to keep their trademarks current so they can enforce them. Show me, you know what news is? When a game gets rated. That's news. Right. Yes. When they're mm-hmm. like, hey, the you know Philippine Game Advisory Board is rated Silent Hill. That's news. Them mm-hmm. updating the trademarks to me isn't. That's not news. That's just business as usual. That's yeah. nothing. You've got to update your trademarks to keep them current. But you know what that is? The lawyers doing the work they get paid all that money to do. That's what that is. Bingo. Bingo. We got Game Pass updates this week. All right. March 17th, which is, I think I think these games are out now, but today, if you're listening yet. to this today, uh, we have the Dungeon of Nahumbuk and Shredders. We also have March 22nd, Tainted Grail Conquest and Zero Escape the Nonary Games, which I believe... The first time they're showing up on Xbox, I think they're launching in Game Pass. I think so. Zero Escape is a good series. Yeah, I do know a lot of people like those games. March 24th, uh, Memoir Blue, which is a pretty interesting trailer. It's a, a kind of a narrative thing. It's it's kind of wild. Norco, which is also kind of a wild game. Both of those games are actually really just strange. So if you're looking for something different, like give those maybe look at the trailers for those. And then F1 2021 arrives to Playing game pass it? via ea play i already own it uh, okay <laughs> yeah i've had it i own it both on xbox and on steam now so i'm oh, getting ready to yeah i'm gonna play that on the steam deck on the go you have a and wheel then, right i do yes. have a wheel i played yeah, f1 yeah, 2021 yeah. on the wheel this week actually um crusader kings 3 comes out march 29th and at the end of the month launching into game pass day one is weird west which i'm oddly interested in playing like i will definitely boot that one up and give it a try i know seth has been excited for that one that looks cool it's a cool looking game leaving soon just game pass or game pass pc as well i think it's on game pass pc as well i think it's on everything i think nice positive pretty sure somebody check i'll look it up while you're talking (laughs) um (laughs) Leaving Game Pass, Madden NFL 20, obviously. Um, Shadow Warrior 2 leaves at the end of the month. Narita Boy leaves at the end of the month. Now, I played this game um, for a bit. I didn't finish it, but I played at least half of it. I like that game a lot. Dev, you might too. 
if you've never looked into it or seen it yeah it's it's really cool it's a pretty wild game it's got really neat story and stuff it's pretty fun a lot of people and then uh, so yeah Yeah. if you haven't played it now's your chance and then april 11th destiny 2 leaves shadow keep forsaken expansions leave and then pc it's already gone from regular xbox thanks and then leaving april 18th f1 2019 because obviously so, they're replacing with the newer one. I do have a weird question. Why is NF Madden NFL 20 leaving? Because that goes, it's in the vault. So why would it leave Game Pass? They pull, I think they pull stuff out um, because they want to force, they want to push players towards like other servers and stuff staying online. But they typically to be, don't to, pull the EA To be honest with you, dude, out. I don't know. I don't care. I don't care. Who's playing? No sense. Who's like, God damn it, you pulled Madden NFL 20. Who gives a shit? Right? Yeah, You've got 21 and 20. Like, who cares? I'm not going to even. I'm not even going to entertain arguing over that. <laughs> Little Timmy's going to be real upset when he tries to log in and play, and it's gone. Who gives a and, crap? And uh, yes, Weird West is coming to cloud console and PC. I thought so. Like Brady's still in the Patriots in that damn game. Like, get out of here! I don't want to hear any of that. I mean, he might still be on the Patriots no. in this next one. He no. unretired and went to the Bucks because he's under contract. With the Bucks. Yeah. Oh wait. Um, <laughs> Uh, there was an ID at Xbox showcase today. Now I've written some of these games down. I'm going to go through them, but we're not going to cover all the details. Um, Immortality is coming to Game Pass. It's coming out this summer. This is cool. This is the new game from Sam Barlow, who wrote her story and uh, several other things. He does kind of like these interactive FMV games, like these movie like video footage games. I played her story and completed it. When I say I played it, I mean I watched my wife play it and I sat next to her and helped her figure it out. I don't particularly like these games. Like that amount of brain effort for me makes me tired uh, in a game, but they are cool. And my <laughs> wife loves these games. It's like a true crime, you know, spy thriller. Like, uh, like I always tell my wife, I was like, because, <laughs> all right. So funny anecdote is I always make fun of my wife. I'm not sure if you guys know a person like this, but my wife, like if you leave her alone in a room, she's definitely like opening the drawer to like see what's in it. She's just... <laughs> She's just nosy. <laughs> She's just all about <laughs> oh, being wow. in everybody's stuff. So she loves a game like this where you can like peek into people's cell phones and files and like get all in there and find the story and piece all the puzzles together. So I, who knows? Maybe one day I'll show it to her and she'll sit down and try to play it. I don't know. Um, but it's pretty cool. And those games have good story. And, and I believe. Um, what's that crazy anime music game? They hit switch uh, a while ago. That was awesome. I can't think of the name of it. Oh, um, it had all that music and everything. Like the it was like wild. Like the damn, I can't remember the name of. It. I just yeah, no clue. Damn it, it's really good. And he that person's doing the music for this game too. And they've got people from movies and stuff that are doing some of the acting and stuff like that. Um, I want to say like Silent Hearts, Silent Hearts, Silent like Wild Hearts. Thank you. Yeah, that game was dope. And that person doing the music is doing the music for this game. Flintlock the Siege of Dawn is coming to Game Pass sometime this year. It's an open world action RPG made from the makers of Ashen. I thought it looked kind of cool, and then I Googled it, and they were like, it's a Souls-like spoiler for other games. It's like half the damn games being announced anymore from indie studios. Everything's a damn Souls-like. So that just immediately was like, nope, and I ruled it out. But I think it looks kind of cool if you're into stuff like that. Like I sent it to Dev. I was like, you might be into something like this, maybe. You ruined it for me because I saw the trailer way before the ID at Xbox because PlayStation had published the trailer on their on their website on their YouTube or whatnot. I was like, oh, this looks pretty cool. 
I had, didn't say anything about Souls like, so I'm like, right. eh. like if it's, I'm okay if it's hard. If it's I think hard, this like might that, be more hard saying, than Souls like. Yeah, if it's hard, I'm okay. If it's like the slow, methodical combat with the freaking uh, the stamina bars and hard pass. But if it's just like a, a hard open world like game, I might I might I might take take an interest in it. But if it's just slow, methodical, souls like combat, then no thank you. Yeah. So Curse to Golf, which is an indie game that has plagued my existence for the last year. Uh got another <laughs> demo and another trailer. Uh, not demo, got another trailer. Um it's coming out some point, T B D. I'm not really interested in this game. I think it looks cool. Too bad. I know I know why people keep associating with me because I like golf games, but this looks like everything I didn't like about golf, golf club wasteland. Um, I'm not going to play this game. Hey, hey, if it golfs, nah, I review it. Well, it might be time to, it might be time to lay that, that slogan down because I don't think I'm going to play this one. Just don't think it's for me. Yeah. It's like the whole rogue thing, and then it's got all this like arcadey stuff and the power ups and the card. Like, and if you you die, you start all over. Like, I don't want to do. People need to know how the golf is. Done. I don't want to do any better that. to tell them than you. I don't do any of that. That's going to be my review. It's going to be my slogan. Don reviews. <laughs> I don't want to do any of that. Um, <laughs> Escape Academy is coming to Game Pass this year. Um, it's a school with promising students trained to become the ultimate escape room master. You play over a dozen masterfully handcrafted rooms designed by experienced experts in the field of real life escape rooms. That sounds terrible. I don't want to do any of that either, right? <laughs> like so when I read that, it's escape like, rooms, that like why? Fun at all. Like I don't want to do that. Well, I mean, if it has waifus, you'll play it, right? If it's high Not school, really. <laughs> but you know, like that's a good try. Like that, that'll be their best way, but probably not. Um, Whalefall is a combination JRPG set in a high fantasy world inspired by Lord of the Rings, the Suikoden series, and Final Fantasy games. I did look at the trailer for that. This was interesting because they have like this high anime, like um, cutscene, like animated trailer, and you're like, this looks dope. And then you see the actual gameplay, it doesn't look anything like the trailer. Uh, gameplay looks kind of derpy and like switch. much yeah i was like whoa what is that because <laughs> i watched the trailer and it, it is very much like a cartoon it's like an anime and i was like well that's kind of cool but it didn't show any gameplay at all so then i immediately typed in wellfall gameplay and i saw gameplay and I'm like, oh, yeah no thanks guys um and what undoubtedly is my favorite game of the day wrestle quest is coming out later this year to PC. I believe I think it's coming over a PC, everything. PlayStation, it's Switch. Everything. Pro Wrestling RPG Collision is basically like think like Golf Story, but wrestling and turn based. So the turn based thing is somewhat of a hesitation, but you'll have attacks and stuff with your wrestler, and you'll be able to turn base your way through matches as you like have the story. They have real life inclusions of like Macho Man, which I believe they put as the Muchacho Man. Randy the Muchacho Man Savage, the muchacho man. Andre to the Giant, and others. Um, so that's coming that's cool. out at some point. Um, I don't think they even dated it this year. It's just coming out. It was just announced today, but it looks dope. I would definitely be playing that game. Summer 2022, like, they say. Oh, really? Who makes this game? Because I yeah. feel like there's a, a something quest game that is basically this. You just insert wrestling. Like I, I feel like remember. when I was watching the trailer, I feel like I was like, I've seen a game that is basically this, except they've just thrown in the wrestling and where did where did Delvin go? What kind of I wanted to say it, Delvin. is it Skybound? No, it's Mega Cat Studios. Okay. 
I mean, this, this, I mean, it, it had me. I was they, like, oh, this looks awesome. And then I saw turn based RPG. I'm like, I don't want a turn based. I still bomb. play. I want I'll try power bomb. I'll try it for sure. Just, just because. Oh, never mind. You're going to get it on game on, on, on Steam Deck. Never now mind. you got it. Catch it on. <laughs> you are catching on. Welcome back. Welcome back. Kelvin. Um, They've got a bunch of games, and as I scroll through them, none of them are really coming to mind. I don't think I've played any of these games. Okay. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, thanks. Yeah. But yeah, looks cool. Delvin, you got anything yeah. to say about WrestleQuest? Looks cool. I'm super interested to try it. A RPG wrestling game kind of sounds like something I want to try, especially if they got yeah. Macho Man and then Andre the Giant. I don't have super high hopes for it, but just because of what it is, I'll definitely buy it and get a try. It's a lot of wrestling games coming out. With mm-hmm. A lot of like legends. Yeah. There's one with Scott Steiner in it. I can't remember the name of it. It's like a whole bunch of legends. Yeah, bastard. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, the star of the show today was Tunic, which stealth launch. It is out right now, and you can play it on Game Pass. Um, it's got incredible reviews. Metacritic's in the high 80s. Lots of nines and everything. Lots of people excited about it. Um, uh, I'm not going to play it. I didn't like it. Not even with God mode. No. What? You were so so excited for Zelda Fox. I was. They take away the soul stuff by giving you the God mode, Donnie. No, because I don't want to be pandered like that. I don't want God mode just to and never die. <laughs> like I want an actual, you know, somewhat of a challenge. I want to feel rewarded then, for playing. But I don't just want turn to on like, God mode when it gets too hard. I don't want to kick me in the teeth hard and reset and lose everything and start all over the hell with that. No, I'm not interested. I'm good. <laughs> but no, I do think it was funny that they, they buried that God mode. I wonder how many reviewers had to finish it with the God mode. It's a pretty tough game. Mm, that's a good question. I'm not calling them out. I'm just, I just wondered it because I was like, ah, you guys all beat it pretty quickly, didn't you? <laughs> I mean, I wonder how long they've had it for. Like, there's nothing wrong with that either. Like, by the so way, to be clear, wraps. there's nothing wrong with that either for me. I don't think there's anything. I wrong mean, with I, that. I, I, I'll shame you for it. That's I don't care. I'll shame you for it. And I definitely dad won't mode. call it dad mode. See, we need to <laughs> oh, put this God, stuff. In. Don't do that. Some people don't, have don't, things. No, to do I'm a in dad. Life. Don't want me. Some people have things process. to do in life. Can't sit there and just die Not, over and hey, over again to get better. Get fucking good. All right. Stop this dad mode nonsense. How it works. Yeah, I'm dead got things Pants. to do taxes fix a car right. or something almost know. april and see now yeah. you're bringing up boring stuff who wants to do that taxes? Taxes? Have to do stuff like no that. no you're taxes? right taxes that's what's hot in the streets you're no, doing your taxes because i have to do that that's why i don't want to go sit in front of a game and get kicked in the face over and over again by it i'm like no yeah. the hell just, with this just, this you, is not what i'm here you could for. just pay somebody to do your taxes you could just pay somebody and not have to worry about it no i'm not doing that I'm yeah, not either, but yeah, taxes is easy. We're I only all, got one job. I don't know one gamer or nerdy person's paying somebody else to do their taxes. Like I don't think that equates out. We're like, no, nah, I'm going to save that $75. You don't exactly. go after yourselves. <laughs> That's a video game. <laughs> I don't need to pay anybody to know that I'm going to probably owe money this year. That's my <laughs> Destiny expansion. The hell you? T- I'm not giving you that. I can do this turbo tax myself. Thank you very much. <clears throat> so, yeah, Tunic's out. Please be excited, I guess. I don't know. I said I played the demo. That demo ruined it for me. I haven't been interested in that game since I played the demo. Just ruined I remember. it. I'm like, not interested. Hey, you want a better experience? Play Death's Door. Yes. Much better game. Go. I haven't even played it. Let me tell you. It's a better game. Got robbed. Crusader Kings 3. 
comes to Game Pass. This is insane. The, literally the first sentence for the recap for this, because I know what Crusader Kings is, like RTS, like strategy game. Watch Grammy Award winner and rap royalty T-Pain rewrite history and style in Crusader Kings 3. They paid I'll this man. This. There's a video you can go watch on their Twitter. They paid this man. He's playing the game, and he earns so much education and religion that he re, re, he creates his own religion, which he called, I don't remember, like booty liches or bootyology or something <laughs> like that. And he created the, the religion of bootyology, and he's up there just T-Pain, so they're playing. He's hyping Crusaders. <laughs> it's Crusader Kings 3. It's like, this is the most obscure shit <laughs> Well, if you know T Pain, you know he's a huge I don't know gamer. T-Pain. I don't so T Pain yeah. actually has a gaming like a gaming like esports team. He games, he streams, he's he built his Crusader own gaming games? PC. Probably he plays a little bit of everything. I was wondering like, he, if he like and, lost a bet. Like did his esports team bro, oh, sometime? He, and, like, <laughs> he lost a lot of money. He needs to re-up it back. So <laughs> any type of money they try to give hey. him, he needs to take that back. Hey. Look, I give them credit for it because I didn't know, I didn't think anything about this. And then because they included that, I went to go watch the trailer and I watched the entire thing. He does a great job. And I'm not yeah. selling Crusader Kings, but making Crusader Kings look cool. I still don't think Crusader Kings, look, I'm not going to play it, but you know, hey, it was something. Yeah. yeah he streams on Twitch. He plays. He's he's a legit gamer. To be like, honest with you, everybody yeah, these days streams on Twitch. Like if, if you're a public persona, you don't stream on Twitch. I'm wondering what you're doing. That doesn't do much for me. Like, if you're a popular person, you're just no, like not. I'm just saying, like, he doing? actually like legit gamer. He's the gamer. That he's, yeah, no, I get he's you. A ser- with like, you. like us gamer. He's a gamer. I like, got no you. Joke. Cool. Well, I mean, hey, please, Crusader Kings Three is a better gamer than I am. I don't fucking think about that game. Uh, Trek to Yomi was shown again, coming to Game Pass this spring. Game still looks really cool. You know, all the things we said about. I'm here for it. Yep. Paradise Killers out now. Um, this was uh, the, the next four games are all from the same studio. I forget the um, what they're called because they're not my type of games. But Paradise Killers out now. Kraken Academy comes in March 22nd. Beacon Pines to be determined. Citizen Sleeper to be determined. These are very much like those dialogue heavy choice games, like cartoon and graphics kind of go through it and do stuff like that. Paradise Killers, I think, was originally on Switch. If I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure like, most of their games are on Switch. Yeah, knowing how they yeah. are, so that was ID at Xbox Showcase today. Um, you know, that's something. I, you know, I think you, ultimately, I have a, I just have a soapbox to get onto. I have a bone pick with the ID at Xbox team. The immediate article that came out from IGN was like, "Here's today's ID at Xbox presentation in 20 minutes." Okay, mm-hmm. if people are doing that to your content, that means you're not doing it right. Okay, <laughs> how have they not learned? Yet? They don't. They're it's not how that they have haven't they not learned. learned this. They refuse. They are rebellious. Yeah, they yeah. they they are just determined not to. They're like, you're not going to tell us how <laughs> to do this. We're going to do it the way we want to. Yeah. So it's freaking ridiculous. How long was the showcase? I don't know. I didn't watch the whole thing. It's way too damn long. I tell you that. It's way too, damn way too damn. Long. Long. Oh God, it's way too long. Um, Ghostwire Tokyo previews are dropping. They dropped the prologue. Get excited for that next week. Hogwarts Legacy, Hogwarts Legacy State of Play is this week. Now, the only thing that I even wanted to ask about this because I do not care, um, Harry Potter. They 100% separated this game from the rest of the games that were shown the other day because this game's somewhat toxic. controversial, right? Yeah, <laughs> the toxic, game is toxic. Like, let's just the author let's just of Harry Potter is yeah. toxic. 
Yes. The game is not toxic. Yeah, but by virtue. Yeah. Let me get on my soapbox. Let me get on my soapbox. All right. Fuck J.K. Rowling. She doesn't own Harry Potter. You know who owns Harry Potter? We do. The people who actually enjoy Harry Potter. I refuse. No, because here's the thing. She's going to die eventually. She's getting the Harry Potter checks. Then she she wrote it. She wrote it. But you get like any like any art, like any art. Once you put it out there, it's no longer yours. I don't think you understand how art works. I don't. Again, I say that about Vince McMahon. Let, I'm gonna, you should tell that to again. Be like, hey, once you put it out there, it's not yours anymore. It's mine because it belongs to the people who want to criticize it and play it. It belongs to the fans who enjoy it. She will get paid off of it, sure. Standing legal, but you're missing my point. You're, wrong. you're missing my point. You're missing my point. I'm just you son of a bitch. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't jump in your soapbox. I refuse to let J.K. Rowling being a shitty person take away my enjoyment of Harry Potter, like. I like that. that. We own Harry Potter. I'm going to enjoy Harry Potter. And she's going to eventually die off, hopefully painfully, to be perfectly honest, because she's a terrible person. So eventually she's going to be dead and gone. And Harry Potter will still be around. Outside, except for what Haley's taught us in the Discord. Yeah. Because here's the thing uh, I've never watched Harry Potter and never read Harry Potter. I don't know anything about Harry Potter. I don't give a shit. Yeah. So And I totally understand. There's lots of people that are that. But there are a lot uh, of people who really enjoy Harry Potter. And it is a really, really fun universe if you're into that type of thing. So I feel like, plain and simple, don't let her being a shitty human take away from your enjoyment of something that you grew up and grew up on and really enjoy. Is it strange for Sony to highlight a single game in a state of play like this? It's not the first time they've done it. It's strange for them to highlight a third party game and not a first party game in the state. Okay, well, yeah. It is very strange. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it's not something I saw coming. I did not see this coming at when all. I saw it's them really, announce really it, weird. and because it was so close the last one, I was like, oh, I know exactly. Yeah, they, they, like, 100% like, yeah, no, they were probably no. on the docket, and Square Enix was like, no, we don't want any of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for the game, because I'm reading the books with my daughter right now, and oh, I'm, cool. I'm excited that's for cool. it. My so daughter loves I'm going to watch this day to play. I'm not against it. I let my kids... I recently watched the first movie. It's, it's pretty decent. My first time ever watching any of the Harry Potter movies. What a glowing I've review. only seen it's I've only seen like three of the decent. movies. I don't really care about the movies. I'm yeah, you guys yeah. already know I'm much more of a book person. So I I'm enjoy not the books. That thousand page books. That's not happening. You're not reading a ten page book, Delvin. So Audible is my friend. I do not read it anymore. Once they like create Audible, yeah, I'm not doing reading. Anymore. I started reading. I can't do audiobooks. <laughs> I tried. I, I can't do audiobooks. I don't want to hear nobody read to me. I I, you know, I haven't done any since I've worked from home, but when I was driving to work, it was a thing for a while. But I had long I, commutes. so I, I don't have time to sit down and read a book. It's not just not happening. I have too much you, got too many, you got too many dad things to do, like taxes. Taxes. Yeah, taxes. Lawn. It'll get you lawn. The car. Paint, painting I saw, driveways. I saw a TikTok. There was a TikTok. These, uh, these three families that went on vacation together. So these three dads. And the TikTok was just titled Dads on Vacation. And it was just little clips of the dads. They were sleeping, eating, and drinking. Like all of them through the entire thing. That's all they did. They were like, that sounds this great. is all dads do. Just sleeping, <laughs> eating, and drinking. I was like, well, you're not wrong. But uh, man, are we not simpletons. Like, we're just the yeah. simplest creatures on earth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to shoot us some bail. We're not any we better than stuff. cats or dogs, man. Yeah. <laughs> just the same shit. <laughs> Yeah, when we can actually get away from doing all the dad right. stuff, it's from yeah. taxes. Can we ju- can I just sit here? Is it okay if I just sit here and 
Veg out. It was hilarious. The one dude was asleep at the restaurant. Dude was asleep at the beach. Dude was asleep on the couch. Dude was asleep like they were like at a, it's like a show or something, like a theater. Dude was asleep in the chair. Like damn. It's so funny. Like what I want for my birthday is to be left alone to do nothing. Yeah. Amen. Amen to that. Let me just sit in this room here. I'll send y'all. In fact, let me send you away for the weekend. And yes. let me just have the house to myself. Yep. Yeah. That sounds awesome. That's what you I'm always, do you guys also fight like the internal, like my wife has this uh, struggle to always want to leave. You know, she's like, let's go do X else mm-hmm. somewhere else. Yeah. And I'm like, do you know yeah. how much money I spend in making the time that I have spent right here the best it can be? Exactly. Like I invest so much money in making this the place that I want to be. I want to go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to I stay agree. here. 100%. What do you want to do for your birthday? Nowhere. Exactly. Right here. This right chair here. that I'm in, this is where I want to be for my birthday. That's some big, big dad energy. Yeah. Don't want to go <laughs> nowhere. Big TV, video games, food. Why do I want yeah. to leave this place? I got no. TVs with lights and shit on it. Like, I want to go somewhere else for I've done all that here. I've surrounded myself with all of my favorite things. To a video game room that has all the stuff that I have and better, there's no reason for me to leave. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's just a gamer thing. Um, maybe <clears throat> this is a good story. It's not much of a story, but it's a good conversation. The initiative has had like half their staff leave. Uh, the thing here says thirty-four. I think it's more than that. So I'll tell you this: as somebody who follows Xbox news pretty closely, this isn't really news. Um, if you've been like in the Xbox stuff, we've seen reports of this on Reset Air and Reddit for months. This has been happening for a long time now, but. The VGC did basically just wrap it all up into one article, so it became like news. I think I think a lot of people found out this week, which is why I think it's mm-hmm. newsworthy. Um, it's it's very interesting um, because it doesn't you know basically tell a good story about the initiative. I'm not exactly sure. To be honest with you, I'm not exactly sure what the initiative is anymore. Um, they've struggled mm-hmm. to hire talent. Everybody's struggled to hire talent. We talked about it with the Destiny acquisition. We talked about the Activision. Um, acquisition is a big reason why there are so many Activisions going. I think it's kind of the underlying reason that there's a lot of acquisitions going. We talked about inflation. We've talked about the money value, but oh, it's a human resources thing. Just buying people, buying talent, mm-hmm. skill, because there's not enough to go around. We're seeing a lot of people move, especially after two years of COVID and all that. But if you're out there going, hey, this isn't news. This isn't good news for Perfect Dark. I agree with you. I'm not even going to try to sugarcoat it. I don't. The only good thing here really is that Crystal Dynamics is making Perfect Dark. It's basically, at this point, I think it's f- fair to consider it a second-party game. Crystal Dynamics is making Perfect Dark, and some people the initiative apparently have input is basically my ultimate takeaway from it. I don't know if you guys have a different one. I think I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> I like really Crystal Dynamics, that. so that really doesn't bother me much. Yeah, Crystal Dynamics does a, does a good yeah, job, so I'm here yeah. for it. I, it's just Crystal Dynamics doesn't belong... To Microsoft, so this is this is a Microsoft exclusive too, right? Game gonna launch in the game. Yeah, no, yeah, it's stuff. considered yeah. a first party game. Yeah, they I own just the think property. It's, it's crazy to see that much talent bleeding, um, and didn't they lose like the creative director of the game too? Yeah, and this is yeah. after Drew Murray left last year, which we talked about on the show as well. Um, you know, it's it's you're not wrong, but at the same time, it seems like a lot when you talk about half the company, but the company hasn't been that big either. So I don't yeah. know if it's necessarily fair calling it a lot. 
because there have a lot of people i think more people have probably left naughty dog than this but naughty dog also has several hundred more employees you know yeah. so like the initiative has never really i i think this is really kind of a case the initiative hasn't really got off the ground and the vgc article is very enlightening in the sense that they talk about the the was it drew gallagher the guy that actually is in charge of the mm-hmm. initiative in this you know he's formal crystal dynamics it's a big reason why they're brought in on the project and there's some anecdotal you know opining in there that a lot of people are leaving because they don't jive with the studio's top-down approach so honestly i think that has mm-hmm. i read into this that probably is more of this than anything else like he has one way that he knows how to do things and that's the way he's trying to do it and the only way he can get it done apparently is the crystal dynamics way which really explains why crystal dynamics has been brought in and some of these other folks that he's brought in from outside crystal dynamics probably just don't like that way and i the concerning part if you want me to go like scorched earth on this the concerning part for me is i don't know what the initiative is they were supposed to be a big first party studio and then it was supposed to be no they're gonna like spearhead and start stuff and then they're gonna partner with other studios to make the projects which doesn't sound good it sounds smart i can actually make a good business case why that sounds good uh, but it's not it's not traditional that's not how games get made yeah. nobody really works that way um that only works if they're like just spearheading like the story and the concept which kind of was what team that's kind of what they described with the initiative they're like they're going to kind of come up with concepts what they want to do and they're going to bring in a support studio to help them and it actually makes sense under microsoft's vision when they have all these studios maybe they're Mm -hmm. not going outside maybe they're like maybe they bring in raven or something or you know id like there's i could actually get behind that in some regard it's just not really traditional it's not the way games get made I don't think it needs to exist like that. If that's the case, I don't think that even needs to be a thing. And I'm not, right. I'm not convinced here that the initiative doesn't just go away. I'm also not convinced that they don't build up the initiative. Like it's just not there yet. Maybe with COVID and stuff, like, you know, it is out there and with Santa Monica, I think. So maybe it's just not ready and maybe it just needs to be rebuilt. Maybe they replace this Gallagher guy or maybe you know, they try to buy crystal dynamics and put it with him or something. I don't know. But like it clearly screams to me that they don't know either. Like, I don't. I don't think right. anybody has any. Now the good thing, uh, again, if you read the original VGC article, they did specifically state that Microsoft has given them a lot of flexibility and a lot of freedom, and they want them to make this game the way they want to make it. They even I think even said that they've put Perfect Dark on hold a little bit while they continue to work around like creative losses and kind of really figure out where they want it to be. So if you're expecting Perfect Dark soon maybe delay that a little bit in your mind um, 2025 but it's nice that we haven't seen like the heavy hand from microsoft come down and start trying to like yeah. make something happen that they still want to let this studio find its way um i do think it's worth mentioning you know they they're building the studio from the ground up they didn't buy the initiative it didn't come turnkey it's a little harder right. to do as well so but uh and yeah i mean the perfect dark franchise you got a lot of people who are looking for something big from that so i think take your time Allow the studio to get its footing, do what you got to do to really, you don't want to throw it out there and have it flop because then that's, that's truly the end of the initiative and we might never see Perfect Dark again. Might be the end of Perfect Dark. really excited for that. So, I think the fairest criticism you can say about this game, because this game and the studio has basically just been under duress since it was announced. They definitely showed it too early. They should have never done that show and tell and all that because it's just not ready. It just, it wasn't ready then. It's not ready now. 
like just go quiet go back to the drawing board and i'm like again i'm wondering if the initiative just doesn't get shut down and they move those people into other studios and or if they just like start replacing folks and rebuilding the initiative like start over i wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they just like crystal dynamics you're making perfect dark for us and we're gonna rebuild the studio they might have to they may have to yeah yep. EA Play uh, Live has been canceled for this year. I mean, there's no E3, which is typically around when they hold this event. I don't. Mm-hmm. Does EA Play have anything? Does EA have anything on the docket for like this year? I mean, they've always got their sports games, and that's a lot of what EA Play is. So EA Play Live typically it's like is that and Star Wars, the new FIFA, the new yeah. Madden, and whatever Star well, Wars. Well, FIFA's got issues. We don't know anything about Star Wars. There's a golf game out yeah. there somewhere. Who knows when it's oh, coming? Probably updated NCAA football. Uh, I think it's too early no. for NCAA football. It's too early, yeah. Just the yeah. So you can't show that game until you're ready. Yeah. They sh- they talk about somebody who showed their hand too early. They showed you how they get there. As somebody who listens to lots of sports podcasts, there are people looking for that game like this fall. They, oh, they, there's one people looking for that game last fall. Yeah, like, there are people that are like, oh, oh it's coming God. out soon, right? It's like, guys, way too early. Yeah, EA is yeah. known for doing stuff like that with the. Um, oh, of course, have like the little um, I forgot what they call them. But they they show like previews of the game, like hey. Mass Effect early. Here's, here's screenshots of early th- concept art we're working on. I'm it's sure not they'll have for a, another five years. I'm sure they'll have a big Battlefield announcement that they can talk about. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Battlefield is what canceled EA Play Live. We that's can't get. That's a good point. <laughs> they can't afford to do EA Play Live after Battlefield fell off a cliff. We can't get Titanfall, but. Get that garbage. That's another game I bought, Def. Steam. We got Titanfall 2 for four dollars. Great. How deal. did you not already have it for like two, two, three dollars? Like I I'm have that for a dollar. On Steam Deck. It was the ultimate edition too, or whatever, the big edition. Wait, and then you probably already had that in Game Pass. Not on Steam. On P is that on PC? I want to play it on my Steam Deck. Because it's in the vault. I want to play it on my Steam Deck. Doesn't Game Pass run on the Steam Deck somehow, some no. way? Not unless you install Windows. Reminder that Friday, the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Pass comes out. So I'm sure most of us will be playing Mario Kart at some point over the weekend. Most of us? Yeah. Oh, you wait. You You wait till Friday and Saturday and you look at Twitter. All of our podcasting friends will be playing Mario Kart. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so, Tim. I probably won't even see that. I think I have Mario, the word Mario, muted, so I definitely won't see it. I definitely <laughs> booted it up, but I'm still planning on playing much more Assassin's Creed. But I just want to remind everybody in case they forgot. It's free if you're a subscriber to Nintendo Switch Online, or you can pay for it. It's like 20 bucks or whatever, $25, I think. So, But with that, that's the news, Dev. Well, let's get into some of these questions. You kind of skipped over Rude Day's questions about uh, Perfect Dark. So let's just Oh, I'm there. sorry. It's all great. You bad. put it in the notes. So I thought she was going to get there, but it's cool. I got you. So Rude Days asked, with all the perfect dark slash the initiative news coming out, do you believe there should be concern about the way Microsoft handles studios or is the gaming world reacting to how bad this is? Uh, I have some concerns for how Microsoft handles studios, but it's not because of this. And it actually has nothing to do with the initiative. I just think um, I've brought this up a bunch. Their inclusion of Activision has them overseeing so many damn people. It's like mm-hmm. Bethesda came with a lot of the oversight, and I'm sure Activision will as well. But because of the Activision 
Blizzard issues that they've had. I'm pretty sure Microsoft wants to replace a lot of them. They don't want to necessarily keep around that senior management. We talked about this with Jeff. Um, so I expect that they'll swap a lot of that out. So I'm just concerned there's not enough people to go around. But no, I'm, I'm not, to answer the question more directly, am I concerned about the way Microsoft handles studios? No, because to this point, they seem really happy to just pay people to just work. You know, like they've been very hands off with like Psychonauts. There's so many examples of all these folks like the Hellblade folks, um, Ninja Theory and stuff. They've come out and haven't released games. We haven't seen a game from Compulsion in years. And everybody just has really great things to say. They're like, hey, we're working on stuff. We're doing stuff. Microsoft's letting us do it. You know, World's Edge has said so many great things. So the fact that the initiative apparently can just lose half the people and still farm out to Crystal Dynamics, like Microsoft's cutting a check for all of that. And, yep. uh, you know, they're not cutting studios. They're not laying people off. They're not, you know, they're not going the EA way of doing it. So am I concerned? Not yet. Yeah. I don't see that there's any reason to be concerned. There's nothing that shows a state of concern should be had right now. Like everything is just moving as is. It's a light year, but it's because they're they're working on getting everything working. together. And Microsoft isn't rushing anything because with Game Pass, you really don't need to rush your studios because you've got games that are constantly going to be coming into that system. So don't worry about it. Let the studios do what they're doing. So I'm I'm definitely not worried about yeah. worry about Microsoft. At all. I guess if you wanted to say I'm concerned about Perfect Dark, I think that's fair. But again, yes. it's being made by Crystal Dynamics is a really good studio. So. I'm hopeful that that's going to like, maybe their direction is bad, but I'm hopeful that the game will be good because they're a good studio. They make good games. Yep. Yeah. Um, what else I was going to say? Well, I've said this since before the consoles came out. I've been saying this, this year was going to be a light year. Wait till next year. Next year is when they get going. And when they start including all of the Bethesda projects under this label, and then they bring in the Activision stuff, like you just wait till this machine gets rolling. I, yep. I, st- I still don't think people are ready for the snowball that's coming. Like it's right now, it's kind of like another a little one. medium snowball. But another one, guys. It's coming. Like it's building yeah, it's real fast. Huge. It's coming really fast. Give it, give it a year. You're gonna be surprised. Gonna I think be, it's gonna be ridiculous. Yeah, when Avowed that, comes, that when Fable comes, when Motorsport comes, when Gears comes, and the Coalition comes, they, and Elder Scrolls comes, and ID comes, and Doom comes. Like it's gonna be nuts. They have <laughs> enough studios to release a game a month for at least a year. Yeah, they they honestly yeah. might get to the point where they're releasing eight, nine first party games a year. Yeah, it's insane. That may be when I finally subscribe to Game Pass. And I think that's smart. Race. If you're waiting for that, that's perfectly fine. Uh, price might go up by then. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm not too worried about it. I'll steal the code from you somehow. That'll be fine. <laughs> Um, so next question comes from a yard and angel. He says, can Donnie and Dev finally agree on something? And Absolutely not. This? I'm not playing the soundbite yard and, um, we don't agree on it. Basically, uh, Delvin and Haley both were like, they don't get the hype around, uh, breath of the wild. Dude, and that podcast that they, that they do is just bad. It's just a really <laughs> bad podcast. <laughs> they just have bad takes. You know, he went yeah. on, you remember last week on the show, he was like, this data play sucked. He went on. He suck. went on that show and he was like, hey, you know, it was, it was okay, and he just walked mid. it all back. He just walked no, it all back. Mid, it still sucked. The problem, I, I think the state of play was just fine. It was good. I had no problems nah, with it. It, it was wasn't a, a bunch of games for me. It it's exactly what play. I expected. The problem that's is fine. It could be what you expect. It's still not good. Yeah, it's good enough. It's a, it's nah. a, it's a trailer. It's a bunch of trailers. That's exactly what I want from those type of things. Just a bunch of trailers. Delvin, it. it sucked. Yeah, you suck. <laughs> it sucked. 
That's what it is. You so that wasn't even the much question. Like, it wasn't much even like your take a on Breath of the Wild. It's state of play. It was like a Square Enix state of play. It was some shit. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. It was not not very good. I mean, but, was uh, ID at Xbox really ID at I, Xbox? Is a bunch of third parties. And I other can't imagine just building your brand around just hating on Breath of the Wild. But like, I mean, if you want to have that hot take. You know, you can have it. It's just wrong. It's just yeah. a wrong hot take. I, I, I mean, I'm with that hot take because Breath of the Wild just it didn't do it for me at all. I don't understand the hype around it either. I don't get it. I don't need to have better big, taste. Big ass empty game with stamina what? and I cooking. I, if I remember correctly, the question Insane. was, "What game do you think is overrated?" It wasn't like the game sucks. I'm like, if, if my opinion, Breath of no, the Wild. No, man. the the sound bite was like it was. I don't understand the hype and he was hoping that we could bring together oh, i've heard this here's the thing they work yeah. this into every one of their episodes this isn't <laughs> like that episode this is every episode they do that in like every show no, 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 Haley talks some trash about breath of the wild while she watches csi vancouver or something like who gives yeah, a shit that, let me see, let me see if i can actually let me see if i can actually play it i'm not gonna do that nobody wants to do that let's get to the next question all right, well, yeah, Breath of the Wild. I don't need to plug that show. Not great. <laughs> Let them find their own way. Wow. Wow, oh. Johnny. Hateful. Hey, talk shit, get shot. This true. is true. This is true. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, Brendan Myers would like to know, when is the last time you felt like you were waiting for what felt like forever? And then finally that thing happened. Whether it was a console, a concert, a movie, etc. You guys have any stories that just felt like it took forever to get here and it finally showed up? I feel like I get so hyped for stuff. I feel like I feel like this for everything. So I don't know. It's in the name. It's in the name. Eat the hype. Yeah. Last of Us 2 for me. Because mm. when it first, I think when it first got delayed and then something happened, it got delayed a little longer. Like, come on. This, this oh, they showed us that game for like seven years. Yeah, it felt yeah, like forever we waited for that game. I was certain Everything when I bought PS4. my PS4, oh. like the day I brought my PS4 home, I was like, next year, Last of Us 2. <laughs> Wasn't even close. <laughs> it was way off. <laughs> then it leaked. I'm like, oh, man, this is horrible. I just want to play the game. And it just yeah. kept us waiting. Yeah. And waiting. Ugh. I've waited for the Chili Peppers album for an extremely long time. I've been talking about it and following all their news and all their blog updates and Rashani came back. So I'm very excited for April 1st for that to come out. Um, I can't say I've been waiting forever because I know every year it comes out, but I, you know, I just finished the F1 show um, that I binged all weekend long and had a blast with. I'm waiting for that since the end of the season. Like nobody's been, I've been tweeting about it for months. So, but I think I just get that way. My steam deck, like every Monday, it's, I'm it's like, is this are. the day somebody sell me a Steam Deck? <laughs> it's just who you are. Yeah. I think for me, it's going to be whenever the hell's the next season of Stranger Things comes out. I feel like we've been waiting forever. It's been a minute. For that. It's been, yeah, it's been a minute. Didn't they date it though? Ever. Didn't we get the dates for the next for the next? They one? did, but it's still like, I feel like it's far from now. Them yeah. damn so, kids grow now. <laughs> yeah, they are. For real. Like, grow, and the bro. next one is in like Russia? Uh, sure. I don't know. Yeah, which makes sense yeah. from the last one, but it's not like it's not what I want either. Like, I hope it's not like yeah. all of in all of in Russia. I, I don't think I don't see how it could be. I hope not. No. <laughs> yeah. 
No. Because they no, it's not in Russia actually. Because like uh, what's her face? They moved to like L.A. or something like that. So it's gonna be split off. Yeah, but like the scenes that I've seen seem like a lot of throwbacks or like prequel type stuff. Oh, I think I that's. I don't. Want, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah. Okay. But because then, yeah. of that one character who's missing. You can find. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I was thinking too. I just hope it's not a lot. And they're splitting the season in two. Yeah. Fuck! I just remembered that. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, shit. It's split in two parts. Yeah, exactly. They're doing like The Walking so, Dead. The Walking Dead, the final it. season, part three. Get the fuck out of that summer break, man. Yeah. Bunch of nonsense. But other than that, like, I can't think of anything else that, like, I've felt like I've waited forever because I'm not that guy. Like, it's got a date and I'm going to forget about it until it comes out for the most part. Yeah. yeah. Skinny Matt wants to know Hey, your thoughts on no longer having to change our clocks twice a year? I say, hell yeah, if it passes. That's good because I don't ever know when I'm supposed to move it forward or backwards. I don't ever, I can never get it down. I, I feel like they're going to the wrong one. I don't care. Just it's pick bad. one. Honestly, yeah, I can't I care, care less. Either. You could go five hours for like, can we just set it and forget it? Can we just pick yeah, one? I'm down with that. I'm yeah. down with setting it, but we're going to I didn't even realize light, it dude. happened. I don't know what you guys, I'm so like absent-minded about stuff that I don't constantly deal with. Like I have the hardest time. I didn't can't remember like how old my kids are. Like I've even forgot. I've told you I forgot Jeez. my own age at times. You don't constantly deal with your kids. No, like not their you age. See them every day. Yeah, but well, not, age, I'm not yeah. like constantly thinking of their age. And then like you get this thing. Literally this past weekend, I was like, I saw somebody tweet about it, and I was like, oh, I guess we do daylight savings. And I was sitting there looking at my phone. I was like, do I have to manually adjust this? Like, is this the right no. time already? The phone does or it, does it do it for me? Yeah. Like, see, this, I'm so all, all, of, all of my dude, clocks, except for like the microwave, dumb, is on. Like, I don't operate off of this ever. Like, this is not anything I ever have to look at or do. So, you know, I, I just, I would rather not have to mess with them anymore. Like, can we, this is something we shouldn't have to think about. I, I didn't that. have to think about it because my phone did it. And that's what I used my time yes. for. So when I woke up on Sunday, it was whatever time it was. And it was like, it wasn't an odd thing. Waking it's up black. now on the weekdays at six to get my kids ready. It's like I, when my alarm first went off, I woke up like, this can't be right. And then I remembered, oh, yes, yeah, like saving time. But it didn't affect me because I had, I, it didn't matter. I saw so people whining on. Just pick one and stick to it. When this was on Twitter, people are like, I don't want to get up in the, it'd be dark when I get my kids. It's like, who gives a shit? Who cares? Yeah. Like. You'll always it doesn't what? matter if you forward or backwards at some point you'll wake up and it'll be dark outside like it's just life man yeah. like if you get up that early at one part of the year it'll be dark so get over yeah. it <laughs> just like let's get over it let's get a move on pick one yeah, my kids aren't yeah at just pick one and let's go i prefer to do the on one i don't know school, which one we're, like, which one are we picking where it's later later in the it's afternoon? gonna be yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna turn dark at eight o'clock at night essentially versus okay Six? As opposed to yeah, as opposed to six. Seven, yeah, I'm, no, I'm with that one as a, as like a night owl person. Like that's my yeah, that's the good one. Yeah, I could care less. It doesn't matter to me. But yeah, I'm also that way too. It's a flat circle. Like if they were like, hey, we're gonna make it to where four o'clock, like the sun's going down. I'd be like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> like just pick we'll, one. And we'll adjust. Move. Yeah, we'll, we'll adjust. Out. My car's got headlights. We'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mike Fowler wants to know, um, what is there more of doors or wheels? I don't know. If I'm you guys extremely excited for trending. this question. I've been thinking about this one a lot. Me too. Oh my God. I, Jeff's I, been I, thinking I, about this one. It's been on his podcast for weeks. He's I saw sure that. I was like, oh, that it's door. He's sure that it's wheels. 
And I, I disagree I think, with him. It's I doors. I, I, I feel like it's doors also. I it's doors. It's wheels. I know no. why I think it's wheels. I, I, I have a reason why. It depends on if, are we just talking about like legit wheels or are we talking about like anything that's circular that can be considered a wheel? We're not like talking, about, pulling. We're talking, we're about, talking about We're not talking about circles. We're talking right. about wheels. Because like, then you could say like flaps or doors. Like, no, no, no. We're talking about wheels and doors. Something that yeah, actually they operates have to be legit as a wheel. Wheels. Yeah, yeah, like a wheel, like on a, like a wheelbarrow. Wheel. Yeah. A wheel. Okay. Like and it can't be like about, a gear. That's yeah, not that's a gear. Not a gear. Not a circle. We're not talking about a rotor because the rotor is in a wheel. We're talking about a wheel. So if it has if it has to be a wheel, then it's doors. It's more doors. It's definitely doors. Yeah, it's definitely doors. And when I hear every the, car is canceled out. Rick, and I yeah. hear the people and they're like, think of how many cars I'm having. I'm like, they, they all have doors. Exactly. <laughs> like trunks and the people are like, if you go around the house, uh, one of the things that Mike, Mike, I was, dude, you should have saw me. I was losing it in the chat. Mike was like, think of how many matchbox are. I was like, think of how many doors are in your house. How many closet right. doors and back doors and front doors and garage doors? Now think about that in an apartment building. Now think mm-hmm. about that in an office building. Now think about a skyscraper, a factory. There are yeah. doors everywhere. Everything Before I even doors. went there, I was like, every car has two to four doors. There's no and houses with wheels. Count the trunk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There are doors. If you count like the semi, everywhere. it's got two doors. I think in the I back. counted in my house. I don't remember off the top of my head. But if I counted in my house, if I counted front doors, back doors, side doors, closet doors, the sauna mm-hmm. door, I had like 24 doors in my house. Yeah. Yeah. I have it's three bedrooms. But there's think about every <laughs> I got every like skyscraper. Times as many doors. <laughs> Skyscrapers, planes, boats, everything has there are doors. There's doors everywhere. There are literally yes. doors. It's all not over even the close. They're everywhere. Doors. If you really start thinking about it and you start thinking about doors, like entryways. Honestly, think about everything that's built, like every structure. There's doors yeah. everywhere. They're all over the world. Yeah. It's no way. It's not yeah. even close. I'm with you. I'm Again, on team doors. The, when you talk and about I've, wheels, I not just so circular ratioed. things that can roll. Exactly. I was so ratioed because in their chat, like it was 99% wheel people. And I was like, how okay. could you possibly I don't think even understand that? There are a lot of wheels out there. There's a lot of wheels. There, are. Things doors. there are a lot of wheels. I'm with you. There are a lot of wheels. People just but, think about the front door. I'm like, no. Every, think, there's so yes. many goddamn doors. Like, you're mm-hmm. crazy. If you even consider wheels. It's, I'm sorry. You're, you're, you're crazy. But it's they crazy. were going down that path where they were like, where there's so many circles. Like, they, the question isn't how many circles are there in the world. Exactly. You know, the question is how many wheels are there? Yeah. I'm sorry, Question. like the gears a in your car, that rolls and wheels. supports something. That's a circle. That's a it's wheel. a gear. It's not a wheel. Right. Your question, Delvin? It, like I said, it has to be considered a wheel. So tires don't count in this or anything like that. It has to be a full wheel. I mean, tires count. It's a wheel. So if it's like a tire shot with a bunch of tires, that doesn't Yeah, have to... I would allow that. That's fine. Okay, you could roll fine. that and it'd be a wheel. Yeah, that's That a wheel. tire shot has a bunch of doors in it, too. Yeah. And everything is attached to it has a bunch. Everything is attached to it has a bunch of doors, and they ain't got no wheels. Mm-hmm. Ain't no wheels in that shopping center, except for in the tire store. Bunch of doors. Think just of like a think of a door, just like a door factory. Do you have any idea how many doors get made in this country? How many monsters Inc. there are that monsters just are Inc. full of damn doors? <laughs> That's all there's there is just pallets and pallets and pallets of doors. Think about a hospital. Or a jail. Oh my god! <laughs> it's so many doors. Yeah, doors. Hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Empire State Building alone. Oh my god! 
God damn, this country is so privileged. <laughs> Talk about wheels and doors. This is the shit we, we worry about. Yeah, yeah. All right, keeping it rolling. Bmox81, he says, uh, early thoughts on Steam Deck reviews, and to Dev specifically, do you intend on keeping your reservation? I haven't read any reviews, so I don't have any thoughts on them, and I'm only keeping my reservation if it's for Donnie. Otherwise, no. I haven't seen any reviews either. (laughs) It's just me. That's fine. I can carry the question. Um, I've been pleasantly surprised by the reviews for the Steam Deck so far. To be honest with you, they're better than I expected they would be. I expected it to be a little rougher out of the gate than it is. Uh, I was very impressed with the toolkit that Steam has done. I've been very impressed with Proton and the Linux system. I honestly thought there'd be more troubles with it. Um, I thought that we wouldn't have... and, And if you're thinking that I'm making this up, I can show you comments to people like private messages where two months ago i was mentioning them like this isn't going to work right um i'm actually surprised at how many launchers are already working i was sure that none of these games like ea um ubisoft i was like none of that's gonna work because it's not gonna work with the steam deck and all that Nah, they legit people just already have them working a couple settings not even that hard you go in a couple settings are working and they, they work with proton they work with all the toolkits and everything um putting windows on it is a disaster it destroys performance. Um, it's buggy as hell. Controllers don't work. It's just not very good. Don't do it. I wouldn't encourage you to do it. The only benefit I think that I would see in putting Windows on it is trying to run games from Game Pass natively. Um, but your performance can be tanked. So I wouldn't even. It's not even going to be worth it for me. My bridge the game for Game Pass, Pass versions of games suck anyway. So don't. My wait. bridge for Game Pass in the interim until they get it working or some sort of compatibility or. Um, some sort of API because I think that will come. I think it's inevitable. Microsoft will find a way to support the Steam Deck. Um, but my bridge for that right now is you have X Cloud, and then I think an underlying thing that a lot of people aren't considering is you do have remote play. You can remote to another machine, and uh, from what I've been told, that's uh, from what I've seen online about it is pretty good actually. Um, performance has been, I think, better than expected. A lot of games you're gonna want to play at 30 FPS because it's just gonna give you the best of both worlds in terms of battery life um, and smooth performance. Um, but if you're going to crank it up, you know, just know that battery's going to go quick. If you crank up all the settings and try to run it at 60 frames and all that, um, probably talking about 90 minutes of battery life, unless you can play somewhere next to next to a battery and next to an outlet. So, uh, but 30, um, I know Rob 3000 uh, in the Discord, our, our powerful PC brethren, he, th- I, he took that as somewhat... I think disconcerting that it kind of lowered his expectation. I'm not exactly sure what his expectation was. I think he thought he was going to play everything at 60. Um, I don't know why they, that was never, it's a portable case. Yeah. He was specifically (laughs) like Elden ring plays at 30. It's like, show me another portable that plays Elden ring. (laughs) There's one portable that plays Elden ring. Like the fact that it plays Elden rings pretty fucking awesome. Actually. Mm -hmm. Um, And the fact that it runs it well at 30. Yeah, and I don't mean to throw them out for that. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with expecting more. Um, but I'm pretty impressed with the performance that it has, especially for the amount of money that it costs. You yeah. know, and five hundred dollars, six hundred dollars, and that's damn good. Really, really good. I'm very excited to get my hands on mine, and I can't wait to put all of my games on there. So um, yeah, I know I'm really hyped for it, and you know, you guys can take that bias as you will, but I'm trying to shoot it to you straight here. If it was worse than that, I would tell you. And I would still yeah, get uh, one. 
Um, I'm being dead honest with you. It's better than I thought it would be. I thought they'd have issues. And I thought I, I've been looking at Steam Deck like it was going to be kind of experimental, a little rocky to mm-hmm. start six months, eight months. You know, they kind of catch up. Nah, that's not the case. This is a legit platform right out of the box. It's Steam's done well. Like, this is better than most Steam stuff. Like, I think almost every reviewer that you find, oh, oh let me, let me recalibrate that. Every like, legit professional reviewer that goes hands-on with this i think that's almost unanimously what they're all saying they're all being like this is better than we thought it was Um, i've read no reviews but i have seen that overwhelmingly positive reception from pretty much all of the tech guys that's really good actually do reviews yeah so the only downside really is battery life which you know i travel with an extended battery pack and i'm usually always near outlet anyway i've been saying that from the get-go battery life has never bothered me because i can plug in almost anywhere um, and I do have an extendable battery. I, I've had one. Here's the thing. I bought one and had one when I got my Switch. <laughs> I've always had one. Um, I use them my Chromebooks and stuff anyway. So to me, that doesn't bother me. The battery life doesn't Donnie's matter. Donnie's about that battery portable life. He knows how to handle it. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. So Plus, who's playing longer than two or three hours anyway? Like, are you sitting there for eight hours like just playing your handheld, like, religiously? that you In, in a place that you can't plug in? Like, yeah, that's too like- much. That's too much. Unless you're on vacation, but even if you're on vacation, but you can plug in something. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I miss if you're on a really, really long flight, which a you're probably not doing every day, and then b a battery pack like solves that. That's a solvable problem. Um, play for two hours, that for the rest yeah. of the flight. Because I play my, I'll play Pokemon or something Zelda, you know, portably for you know six, eight hours, but like on the couch next to the wall outlet. <laughs> You know, like comfortably right there next to the charging place. So, yeah, it's a non-issue. Yeah, I agree. Um, Jeff loves his, absolutely loves his, and he's he's going nuts. Of it. He really loves the emulation. Um, he's putting all the stuff on there, and he's he keeps saying he's like, "This is how I play games now." That's a big statement from somebody who has everything. But he literally yeah, has everything, and he's like, "This is exactly how I'm going to play stuff from now on." That is. More power to both of you. <laughs> it's not the way for me, but I also don't like portable. So I don't think mm-hmm. it's going to be the way that I play stuff, but I'm definitely going to be, it's going to take over the majority of my switch time. We'll be dedicated to steam deck. The majority of my play on the go time, what little there there is of that will be steam deck. Um, I'm honestly just looking forward to you. It's just away from my computer time is really what it is. And that's smaller than at my computer time. But to me, my Steam Deck isn't my platform. The Steam Deck is the companion to my platform. My platform yep. is this PC and this monitor that I built. My I Steam can't Deck wait just for you to sell the Xbox. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting my Steam for Deck just helps Xbox me keep that going. Sit there and collect dust for two months, and Donnie's like, "How much can I get for that?" My Xbox <laughs> isn't going anywhere. <laughs> okay, but I haven't played it much. I've just been playing Grand Theft Auto on it. That I agree with, but it's still not going anywhere. That's the thing. It's different than Let's the see. PlayStation. Have you played Grand Theft Auto on that instead of the PC? I don't want to rebuy it on the Rockstar launcher. It's not on Steam. Oh, that's the, right. the trilogy. You did for, you did yeah, no, no, I'm not playing that Xbox. GTA 5 oh, yeah. thing. Like, if I've got GTA 5 on the PC. I'm playing it right here. I'm playing on Steam Deck. But no, they don't have the trilogy on Steam. And I want to buy oh, it on the, the Rockstar trilogy. launcher. Okay. Yeah, I thought I'm you were sorry. playing 5. Vice City. I've been playing Vice City. I forgot the trilogy existed. No. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Wow. All right. Moving along. Kyle the Pug says, I'm going to throw a, while, a weird question tonight, specifically for Delvin. 
Ooh. So how do you celebrate 316 Day, Delvin? Do you walk like Stone Cold, talk like Stone Cold? Do you also give out stunners like Stone Cold? Plus, do you drink Steve Weiser's like Stone Cold? Happy 316 Day. This is a weird day for me. <laughs> I, I See, I don't want to get too serious and stuff, but 316 is my cousin's birthday. And he's like, like he was my best friend. He passed away 11 years ago. My, my mm. best, like he was a huge wrestling fan. Like we had this thing where we wanted to go to WrestleMania together. And when it was down here, like he died, I want to say maybe two years before the whole Rock Zena thing. And he was a big, I was, we made him both a big John Zena and Rock fans. So I usually don't celebrate 316 Day, you know, because it's Stone Cold, but it's mainly my cousin's birthday and stuff like that. But gotcha. But he, we, he loves Stone Cold. So I know he, he would appreciate that. In general, because he was a big, huge wrestling fan. Oh, well, at least you can remember him on Stone Cold Day and celebrate something that you guys both loved. Yes, facts. Yeah. Delvin three sixteen says, "I just whooped your ass." <laughs> More likely, it is like he just got his ass whooped. Dude, stunners hurt. Stunners aren't do. good for they the, really hurt. Yeah, stunners aren't good for the tailbone and stuff. You want to be doling those out unless you're on like a trampoline or something. Do you ever do anything for 316 Day Donnie? Hell no. Cold. No. N- never dressed up like Stone Cold. <laughs> no, like damn redneck or something celebrating this <laughs> fictitious character on 316 Day. No, I'm good. I didn't, like, I don't even, I don't really think, to be honest with you, I don't think I've ever really thought of it as like a day. I think of that more of like a social media trend. It's like a thing that started happening. Didn't WWE try to like make that a thing at one point? Yeah, it's not a thing. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think it was a thing. I was like, wait, three sixteen day. I was like, that's not I love Stone Cold. What is this nonsense? I one hundred percent will be watching WrestleMania just because Stone Cold is showing up for sure. Yeah, that's the only. And there, and it was so funny when they announced it too, because he did a cool announcement, and all these people, dude, WWE has like the world's best haters. People just love to hate on them so much. They're like, oh my god, you're bringing Stone Cold back for another thing? You do this all the time, and I'm like, yeah, and I'm fucking here for it. (laughs) They do this shit every week, and I'll watch it more often. This is cool. <laughs> it's a lot better than watching half of the people that they put on TV. I, I appreciate that Stone Cold came out and said that he was going to whoop some ass. And then yeah. WWE kind of changed it. Like, no, nah, it's going to be like a conversation. <laughs> like, What are you talking about? It's not going to be a damn talk. And Stone Kevin Cold. Owens is the perfect guy, too. Like yeah. Stone Cold Kevin Owens is must-see TV. Like That sells itself. That's going to be cool. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. And all of a sudden, now we understand why Kevin Owens signed that new contract. Yeah. He's like, guys, I'm going to go to AEW. They're like, hey, do you want to work with Stone Cold Mania? He's like, I'm going to stay. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to stay. Give me those millions, Vince. Kevin Owens is. Oh, Kevin Owens is the best. He's cool. Yeah, he's Kevin Owens is out of his, uh, he's like a wrestler out of time, to be honest with you. He deserves to be uh, with other folks. He's, he's, he's amazing. Yeah, I agree. Okay, well. You got time for one more question, or you guys got to get out of here? Oh, give us one more. I don't want to end on that dour note. <laughs> All right. Last question comes from Brolin. He says, so I would really love to see F-Zero or Star Fox get new titles for the series. He says he has little to no hope for F-Zero at this point, but a man can dream. How long can a man be go- dreaming? I mean, it's a long dream, man. He said he'd go bonkers if Metroid Dread got an epilogue map as paid DLC. 
And his question to us is, which game series would you like to see get a new installment or some DLC? Star Fox. I love Star Fox. Do you? Yeah, I really. Let do. me ask you this because I'm going to dig in on this. I hope you do know. A I'm barrel like, roll, gonna... really? Do you really love Star Fox, or did you love Star Fox 64? I loved not even Star Fox 64. I love the original I two Star the Fox original? games. Okay, because that's mm-hmm. what I played on. I played those all day on the Super NES. I used to love those games. What if what Star Fox have you played since then? I played the one for GameCube that was terrible. I when there two of them for GameCube, right? The the one where you're where you're out the ship. Adventures. Adventures. That was not good. Mm-hmm. I also played a lot of what was the was it, it's not Starfield. What was the the game they Starfield. had recently? By Ubisoft? Was it, that one? That was that was Starfield, right? Where you get to, yeah. you buy, where you yeah. start the Star Fox ship. Starlink. Starlink. Star that's what, yeah, it, that's yeah. what it is. Yes. I played a lot, I played a good amount of that because I I love playing that. was the best Star Fox game that wasn't a Star Fox game. No, I'm with you there. No, that Starlink was dope. It was good. It was dope. If they took Starlink it. and just made it a Star Fox game, it'd have been awesome. I'd be 100 percent fine if they do that. Just, yeah. I would too. But I, I enjoy Here's Star the thing. Fox. I know a lot of people love Star Fox, like the character. I just don't think I honestly don't think a lot of people love Star Fox the game. And I say that because Star Fox games haven't particularly sold very well. Like that makes sense. Time. Well, they sucked. That's why. And I do think. I mean, I, I agree with you. I, I'm not trying to defend it completely. I just, I just don't know if like people love Star Fox as much I, as they love saying they love Star. Fox. I think people want to see well, a see, good Star loved, Fox game. They loved those Star Fox games. That's the thing. But when you make shit, people aren't going to like it. So stop making. Well, shit Star Fox Zero. Love Star Fox again. Star Fox Zero on Wii U was basically. You know, Star Fox, almost like a remake. Um, but they, they had this stupid Wii U control schemes with those other things. If you took that out of it, and you just played the Star Fox levels. It wasn't half bad. But all that other stuff they put in there made it worse. Uh, well, with the motion controls, the little robot, and the little walker and stuff like that. It was bad. But um, that same thing. that's the other well, thing. You I, I th- if I'm with you, the other game on GameCube was Assault. You had Star Fox Assault and Adventures. I had to look up the other one. I knew there was two of them. Um, I liked Avengers too. And yeah, I like Starlink and I played all the Star Fox content in Starlink. And I think if you were to redo Star Fox, it would need to be remade, like re-envisioned like, like, like Starlink, like something completely different. Um, but at the same time, I like it. I honestly like it being on rails and uh, being like kind of a, um, a shooter, but I don't know. It's a good call. I like Star Fox too. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, I like the characters. You think there's a lot of there's a lot of ingredients there for a good successful video game if they could just get it to a point. I'm, I'm really surprised they didn't just let the Starling team make one. To be honest with you, the the chorus game. I think the name of the game's chorus. Yeah, mm-hmm. reminds me a little bit of Star Fox a little bit. How they how you playing and they you have the back and forth banner between the ships and things like that and the control. I think they could do a cool, interesting Star Fox game. They kind of do it like in an open world type atmosphere, like that game is. Mm. Mm. That game just got a, a update for ray tracing today. Yeah, I know that game is oh. gorgeous. God, it's that game is so game. beautiful. A lot of that talk and dialogue and stuff you're talking about is kind of nonsensical and dumb, but it is really pretty. So is do a barrel roll. So it is yeah, but that's funny though. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> um, was it? It was funny. Yeah, 
No, I love. Yeah, no, I that was no, that was the oh, best. God, and Andros. Hey, Starfire! Uh, oh, it was the best. <laughs> I could not stand it. I played that game on mute. Dude, Star Fox like, on 3DS is um is incredible. Me and my kids played it. They have local play where you can battle each other on multiple 3DSs. It is so much fun. We played the hell out of the yeah, game on man. 3DS. Star Fox has some good yeah. music too. Yeah, it did. Yeah, very good. Music. And see, and that's the thing is. I, I can see a Starlink game if they made like an open world space game where you're doing missions on multiple planets and you get the little the no man's sky where you take off and go into outer space and stuff like I see that Star Fox game and I'm like that's really cool and it'll probably be great I really like Starlink like that works but I kind of like Star Fox on rails like I also want like I want a new on rails Star Fox you know chase high scores chase hidden paths traditional star fox game and i wonder if my theory for a while i think i think me and jason talked about this like early episode of nintendo shack my theory for a while is i don't think they can sell one of those anymore i wonder if nintendo's like nobody's gonna buy on rail games you know like i want like a house of the dead star fox on rail shooter and i'm like just do that do that again just do a new star fox 64 yeah uh, that I don't cool. know that. Yeah, and it's short, and you can beat sell. it in five hours. But you can chase high scores and do multiple paths and find all the secret stuff. You know, because that's yeah. the thing. Star Fox is a short game. Oh yeah, and I'd be here for it. But I also said that about Pokemon Snap, and new Pokemon Snap sucks. So <laughs> I didn't even try it. New Pokemon oh, Snap. It was bad. It was I heard bad. everybody saying it was bad. So I'm like, I'm not gonna try. Well, it. you know, it's not bad. It's just boring. That's the I thing. don't it's understand how the first one wasn't boring. The first like, one was fun. The whole, the whole idea of it is boring. The first one's hilarious. You throw apples at folks and make them fall in the water and stuff. It's great. <laughs> There's not enough of that in the second one, and that's why the second one's boring. That's that's what throwing apples. How does that? Yeah, Pikachu hit them square in the hand. He falls over like a <laughs> stupid. It's derpy. So you it's... want like a shooting gallery of no. Pokemon where you can throw things no, at them and knock stuff. them in the water? No, it's it, you I make. I'm just saying a shooting gallery style no. where you can throw yes, things at the Pokemon and knock them in the is, water. What it is is what what happened is you would use these different elements that you had to set off these chain reactions, and then you would catch special photos that would only happen if you set off that reaction. So a lot of it was discovering how to make that happen, how to get the Pokemon to evolve, yes. how to get to walk off the cliff, fall in the water, go in the waterfall. That was the game, was figuring out how to do that. That's what the second one is missing. There's like none of that in the second one. It's just boring. You just take photos of the Pokemon. It's like what you think Pokemon Snap is, is exactly what new Pokemon <laughs> Snap is, and it sucks. <laughs> what you think Pokemon Snap is, isn't what Pokemon Snap was. That's not the game. You're thinking, oh, you, you just, just take photos. That's dumb. That's not the game. There's way more to it than that. It's way more complicated than that. So what game would you want DLC to come to, Danny? I don't know. I really don't. I mean, the question, Dev, what do you have? Story story DLC for, for Grand Theft Auto V would be what you want. I want some DLC for Death Door. That'd be good. Yeah, i definitely play that for sure. That seems I mean, like a possibility. DLC. I mean, so I was thinking, he's like, what game would you want to come back? Like he's mentioning Star Fox and F Zero. Like the that the answer to that question is Clock Tower. I really want Clock Tower to come back. Um, I think the I mean, time did Clock is, Tower really ever come out. <laughs> what was the last Clock Tower game? <laughs> PlayStation Three. It's a Clock Tower Three. Is it? 
I think so. Exactly. That's my point. It it never it was never really a thing. Clock Tower is really good. Clock Tower three is PS two. Wow. It was two thousand two, and it uh it sells for two hundred ninety nine dollars if you have a copy of it. <laughs> Apparently, that's what I'm being told by looking it up. Um, Clock Tower is really fun, and the original Clock Tower I would love to see remade. Like, absolutely would love to that see would it be remade. a great game to remake. I would be so excited if they were Clock Tower remaster. Oh God, that would be great. They'd sell two copies, one to. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They would sell more. I'm telling you, you're (laughs) underestimating how many people are excited about this game. It's not Dino Crisis levels of hype at all. I'm not going that far, but you're underestimating how many people would be into it. (laughs) Um, Dino Crisis DLC. I really love the Hive Busters DLC that Gears Five got, and I would love a follow up to that. Like another chapter of that would be great, because they do kind of live it off a cliffhanger. So if they were like Hive Busters Act Two, that'd be awesome. What Ooh. game would I want to see get DLC? Last of Us Two. Oh God, no! <laughs> Why? <laughs> what would you even? What? What? I feel like. Do you sto- mean? Do you just mean part three? Like what deals? No, what do you, you want from you that? Can, what else tell, is there to do? What is there to do? What do you that game was so see? long and had thirty-seven like and then no, you, and you then can, and, and so you can tell other stories just like they had all uh, what left behind. You could tell a side story of Joel and stuff like that that you could play through. What what side story? There were side there's, stories in the game of there's Joel. There's a whole there's a whole part of the game that just doesn't. Not, not necessarily doesn't get answered, but you can tell plenty of stories about Joel in a side story. Or you DLC. could, like, like, between the first and the second game gap, there's stuff that you could be told, but... Yes, that's what I was... But do you they kind of did it? that in yeah, the you, game. I don't necessarily think you need to tell it, though. That's, I guess, my thing. I would like to see it. They did that. <laughs> they did that. I like how I give my answer, like, no, that's the wrong answer. Yes, it is the wrong answer. No, it's, it's not. Definitely that's not the wrong, wrong answer. <laughs> I mean, if you would have said a Last of Us three, sure, but DLC for the Last of Us two, unless you're talking about the the, the multiplayer game, Last you're of just us wrong. Three. I do, but I like Abby. So, well, how, I, how do you know it's gonna star Abby? I don't, but I would like more Abby. Is what if I'm there's saying. more Last of Us. I want. I'd also brand, take more Lev. I want brand new everything. I new characters, say, yeah. new everything. Go a different direction. Yeah, unrelated. Give me to Abby and Lev. Let's go. No. Let's no, I don't no more Abby. do that at all. I know you don't, and that's fine. That's I like I, Abby, I, but I, I, I think that. I think that story's been told already. But you don't. But you don't think you, you think there's. I would DLC like. For last I would like to see go to. That's funny, Dev. I want to uh, go no, to a no. different location, right? Different people, and just tell a different kind of a different survivor story of the outbreak. I like that idea. I've also always wanted like the last of us, like the, the, ep- the prologue, like from the last of us one, like where everything's breaking out. I've always wanted like that, the game, <laughs> like let's stay right there for a period of time and just you do mean a whole Delvin's game. Right comfort there. food. Yes. Yeah. Sure everybody getting killed. That's true. Just different, different parts of the country. People just getting murdered. Getting oh my that. god! <laughs> like well, that's the, the game that I told you. That's the purge of the video game, and that would also yeah, we, be dope. We have seen that game so many times. I feel like it's just like I don't. But I, I mean, I feel like let's go ahead and you can go to another state because this isn't the only place where there's. It didn't have to be in America. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Let me see China. Yeah, let's see what happens there. Japan, India, Japan, Australia. Places we never go. Australia. Yeah, I mean. 
I feel like Australia is going to be easy because everybody's on the coast. It's just death. There's not a whole lot there. Defected We're not going stuff like that. Koalas. I just I think the way Naughty Dog sets up their zombie apocalypse is just or at least in the first one is just way better than other folks did. And I would have I would have loved to have sat in that and fleshed that out more for sure. See the collapse. See the government do stuff. Let them set up the quarantine zones. Be a part of all of it. Like you hear about it. You read about it. I would have loved to have experienced it. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be the DLC that, that you could use, but not for Last of Us 2, Delvin. You're just, you're dead wrong there. And it's no. okay. It's no, okay to be wrong. wrong. It's fine. I'm wrong. Definitely wrong. You can't be wrong when, when a question where you 100% your answer, wrong. your opinion. No, you can be. No. You have no. the wrong opinion and it's okay. That's not how that works. It's okay. Just That's embrace it. It's works. fine. It's fine. <laughs> not even close, man. And on that note, that is going to do it for episode, what is this, 28? I think it's 28. I believe so, yeah. Sure. Yeah, that'll do it for episode 28 of the PSVG podcast. Please feel free to check us out over on the Twitters at PSVG. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, and check us out on our Discord if you want to come find more ridiculous conversations because they take a turn. Boy, do they take a turn. We kind of go a little bit everywhere. So uh, check us out. Come be a part of the family. And with that, play some video games. Mm-hmm.